And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by... Mark. Sheen Washable. No. Ha <laughs> and the Red of a Red Baron. No. Did you miss your cue there? Well, you know what? I was going to try to do a, you know, not microwave joke, but I had nothing lined up, so it was just going to be a disaster. Save myself early. Yeah. yeah we Welcome to Drunk Episode 301. Hey, yo. Has 300 cap- been posted yet? Uh, 300 has not been posted. Uh, just been a rough week. So, <laughs> to be done tomorrow. Yeah, but this one, well, you should post this one first then, so it's kind of out of order. I tell you, that would be pretty funny. Because then, you know, absolutely nobody would be like, oh my God, where was 300? Right. And then just like, what a middle, big middle finger to us for going through the trouble. Yeah. In fact, you should just leave episode 300 as like a vault episode. Yeah. We'll call it the lost episode, like somewhere down the line. Right. Like the lost tapes of Jackass. <laughs> I um, tell you, the other day I was watching the, the 4.5 one. Yeah. It holds up. It's still pretty funny. Oh, didn't it just come out like a year ago? Yeah. No, I know. I was, I was being funny about it. But <laughs> it's funny. The best, the best Jackass point five was two point five. It was so funny. Yeah, Jackass two was prime Jackass. That was the best. But anyway, uh, toast of excellence and uh, starting lineups. Reader, uh, mine is uh, from the Riddler collection. I'm having uh, a giant Bloody Mary consisting of uh, Kettle One vodka, and oh my god, of course I left it up. The bottles on the other side of the table. Toma Bloody Mary mix. Yes, and um, basically... Be- no, it's ketchup. <laughs> I, I had opened it up for... Uh, someone came over, like, a few weeks back, and I was reading, oh, there's only, like, X amount of time to, like, have it while it's freshest, so I was like, ah, oh, I just gotta have this. So basically, I'm having three quarters of the bottle uh, in a giant stein. Of the vodka or the Bloody Mary? A Bloody Mary mix. But I, I was very healthy with my vodka pour as well. You know, if someone told me that you... Did a sh- like made a Bloody Mary consisting of ketchup and fucking Everclear? I'd believe it. You know, see now it's on my radar. I could I could try that. No, and you shouldn't. Yeah, the consistency would be very unfavorable. Mock. Um, my toast is to the new Cleveland Browns logo. Have you guys seen this? I have not. Yeah. So I, I just saw it, I think it was today, maybe yesterday, but like they revealed a new logo selected by fans and players. It's actually pretty sweet. Very uh, XFL. Huh. And, uh, and now it's just not a fucking orange helmet. <laughs> the orange helmet was classic. You have a. I, uh, I imagine a, that 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 design came through because like the guy was out drinking the night before, 
And his boss was like, hey, we need yours. And he's like, oh, how about an orange helmet? <laughs> All right. I'm like, Our whoa. Not anymore. The fans this want guy is on to something. <laughs> Do you have a uh, starting lineup? I, I got a Guinness. Guinness. You know what's funny? I couldn't remember because I, I was looking at something while Kendo was uh, saying his Bloody Mary thing. But I couldn't remember if you were asking for a toast or the starting lineup. And I guessed wrong. Actually, well, tomorrow on Good Morning America, Michael Strahan interviews Peyton Hillis on his near-death experience. Hmm. Actually, Is that about playing in Cleveland? <laughs> that was pretty funny. And Mark, you were not incorrect because uh, Paul did ask for both, and I just I uh, gave my Bloody Mary, and I sort of panicked because I didn't have a toast readily available. But I'll try to oh, get. So one. you were wrong. No, that's what I'm saying. You were you were in the right. Yes, <laughs> yes for both. You you kind of you, you saved me a little bit. But now I'm going to quickly just try to get something here. So you don't have anything, is what you're saying? I do not. But I'm going to get one real quick. Well, I guess I'll go. Uh, I am drinking from the Riddler collection. Hey. Uh, Kentucky Owl uh, Mardi Gras edition. Uh, just single barrel bourbon. Because, you know, fuck you, Kendall. Appreciate it. Since you took all my stuff and drink it all the time. I, I am like very, that. Very, how that goes. very appreciative of all the stuff given to me. I don't know if that's true. But it is. It is very true. Moxie, he's so appreciative. He comes to our town, doesn't even tell us. Aye, aye, aye. Kendall, your rebuttal? Um, You know, I, I actually went on Sunday, too. So take that. Wait. Even better. Back-to-back Wallingford trips. Were you really in Wallingford on Sunday? I was. It was... um. We, my dad uh, retired from uh, working, and we celebrated his birthday. It's a, a dual, dual party. And you know what? And that will be my toast of excellence to my father's sixty-fifth birthday and uh, retiring from work. There we go. Excellent. You know, I want to make fun of that, but now I can't. Aha. Also, I have, uh, a, <clears throat> what? I have a quick toast of dis-excellence now that I have uh, one week to really let it marinate. Um, uh, to the mass for breaking my Johnny Walker glass. <laughs> Tune into the next last week's show when it's posted <laughs> next week. Yep. You could hear that all happen live. <laughs> I tell you, it was funny. Uh... My toast, my toast of excellence is to uh, Manchester City for winning the Champions League, which doesn't really mean much to you know the average us, but hey, it's a major title. Good yeah. for them. Yeah, and they did it without Jamie Tart. Gross. That's a gross thing that you just said. Yeah, yeah. That's for all the Ted Lasso people out there. Kendall, were you disappointed with how it ended? Um, a little bit. 
and the only yeah. reason I am was because I liked how everything went, but it just it seemed rushed. Like if they were planning just you know have season three, that was going to be it. I feel like they could have done a little bit better job buttoning up certain things. But overall, I didn't. I don't really hate it. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, they ruined it. It's one of those things. Very rarely do shows end well. Exactly. I tell that to Rebecca all the time. It's like, it, it is very hard to end a TV series. It just is. Well, it, it it's not even that. It's just that people, you're ending a show like no one's going to be happy about it. Don't get me wrong. Some shows are really bad at it, but it, it's hard, it is. It's hard to end a show that everyone's like, oh, that was nice. Yep. What was your feelings, Paul? Did you did you have any? Uh, I actually haven't watched the third season. No, no. I think uh, you you have a, a a pretty good feel for things. I, I feel like you won't walk away like ah, I wasted my time. But it's just it's well, just a little I, different. I can't feel that way if I don't watch it. No, it's true. You could pull uh, like I did uh, with um. Fuck, fuck you, Kendall Forever, for that. Fuck you so hard. For yep. That. You're my you're my permanent toast of excellence until that's fixed. All right, well, uh, we'll play what? it. You, do you remember the Do you remember the TV show Freaks and Geeks? Yes. Yeah. So there was a spinoff of that show called Undeclared. Okay. And so it was you know kind of not not the same group of, of guys, but like you know they go on. One of them goes on. Uh, one of the, a guy from the high school goes on to college, and he's like awkward and whatever and. You know, he ends up, like, trying to, like, get with this girl, and she's dating Jason Segal and whatever. And it's just, like, it's just kind of, like, this run through, like, the freshman year of college. Okay. And uh, it was on Netflix, and we were in college, and we were watching it. And uh, we had one episode to go, and Kendall and I had been watching it, and we had been drinking. And Kendall said, oh, let's... Let's save the last episode for like another time, and then they took it off Netflix the next day. <laughs> but the thing is, I uh, didn't. I haven't, I haven't really been able to find it, and it's been so long now that I need to find the whole series because I kind of don't remember everything that happened. But and it, uh, so, yeah, the uh, TV show that I was really invested in, a one-off season that I really enjoyed and liked, and uh, never going to know how it ends because well, that's not you know, true. I mean, someone look, I, can't. Someone can't hold their liquor. I didn't anticipate it being taken off. I mean, I don't know. I didn't have that that prior knowledge. I didn't like, oh, I'm going to screw Paul here. I didn't finish Mark, it either. Mark, let me, run, let me run you through the night. I said, hey, you think we should invite Mike Mock to watch this? He goes, no, nah, I don't need a ride, so we don't need to call him. And then he proceeded to get out drank by Massey <laughs> and then was like, yeah, we shouldn't watch the rest of this. <laughs> Three things that are just not true. But hey, a good story. Hey, Paul, it says that it's on YouTube. It is, but it's like it's choppy. It's like not, not like it's, it, it, I, I've I've tried to watch the episodes that are on YouTube, and like some of them are like they cut in and out and they skip around. It's like someone like put it on there, but they edited it slightly out of order so that it wasn't copyrighted. It's also on Prime, Google Play, and iTunes. Is it on Prime? I will make it up to you. I will sit and watch the whole series <laughs> again, and I and I will provide the, the, the food and liquor, if you'll have Kendall, me. Kendall, 
I, I want you to know that if I find it, I'm watching it alone. Come on. There's a chance that I watch it with Kyle before I watch it with you. Now that's just a mean spirited thing to do. Really happy to be not involved in the equation. Because I'll tell you, Kyle would just text through the entire thing. Well, I could kind of tell by the way you weren't really into it, Mox, so. (laughs) On. Declared. (laughs) Uncircumcised the show. Coming to (laughs) FXX. Always Sunny is coming back for a season. I believe it just it just uh, premiered. Probably gonna be another like uh, short little ten episode block again. You think? Well, that's, that's pretty much how most of them were. They would do like short little like eight ten episodes and then go away again. Yeah. See, this is the problem, Mark. It's it's not. It, it, you have to buy it on Prime, which is it's. But that's been the case forever, and. Uh, The problem is is it's 17 episodes long, and you have to buy... You can't buy the season. You have to buy individual episodes at $2 a piece. And I'm not paying $40 to watch it. I I think there's one solution. What? I think Kendall pays for it. Hey, Kendall buys... I, I'll, Kendall I will buys. do whatever it takes. Yeah, Kendall, <laughs> you know what? I think you can buy me a $40 Amazon gift card that I can use to then buy disc golf discs. That is, if that's what it will take to make this better, then I will agree. It won't make it better. <laughs> It'll just prolong the pain. Hey, fair enough. Hey, but you'd have new discs. That's true. Yeah, there's not really anything good on Amazon, though, so. Silver lining. All, All right. right, we're here. Um, so. Here. Instead of a a shot trivia, I actually just kind of wanted to pose you with a would you rather this this evening. All right. Is that fair? Do you do really want to take a shot or something? No, I don't. I don't have to. I did have a question for you though. Okay, go ahead. And I'm still going to take the shot. No, I mean I could, but I I I put a decent amount of vodka in this Bloody Mary, so I'm not that concerned. I'll ask you a question. If you get it wrong, you have to funnel the Bloody Mary. Oh my, it's that's heartburn. We'll put a Pepto Bismol float around it. <laughs> All right. All right. Ask away. Okay. How many Portillos are there in Illinois? How many Portillos are there in Illinois? I'll give you within. 72. See, so within five, and the answer was 45. All right. Well, that was wrong. All right. Well, there we go. Down the hatch. <laughs> Here we go. Down the hatch. <laughs> All right, Kendall, I have a would you rather mock. If you would like to partake, you may. All right. But I know that you're usually the guy that's like, uh, I'm just not going to answer it if it's too gross. (laughs) So, uh, all right, so Kendall, here's here's your would you rather. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, you know those uh, bar rails that they have at the bars to, like, catch all the overspill and stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to replace the floor mat at a bar with that okay. instead of, like, that hold floor. You know, they have the rubber holes. Yep. Yeah, so we're going to put basically just a giant bar mat that 
catches all the liquid, so you're not walking in it, but it, it gives it a place to pool. Mm-hmm. So would you rather every, like once a week, have to drink a pint glass of one of those poured into a pint glass from, we'll call it like a really busy bar at Central Connecticut University. Okay. Or once a week have to, we'll call it from like, we'll, we'll say from Chris Massey's house. Once a week, uh, Chris Massey has one of those uh, drain catcher things in the sink. Yep. And he just keeps putting it in a bucket and you got to eat a burrito made out of whatever's in it after uh, once a month. Mm, no but, way. I, I'm, doing the, I'm doing the bar mat thing. That is a doozy. Despite all the, the stuff in my family. Say, there's nothing inedible or contaminated in the food trap. It's just, you know, just kind of shit. Only, I mean, the thing about the food trap thing is it's, it's got to sit for a month. Yeah. And no, 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 no. It doesn't have to sit for a month. You just have to eat it once a month. Ah. So he collects it through the, like, he's going to collect a day's worth. So whatever okay. day you try to do it. He's going to collect a day's worth of scraps, <laughs> and then it's, he'll, he'll put them in a, a tubaware container with like a little strainer on the bottom, so that the excess liquid strains off. So it's not just, a, you know, it'll be soggy, but so it's not just a complete soggy mess. And then at the end of the day, you'll have to take that entire tubaware container, put it in a burrito wrap, and eat it. No sauces or anything like that, or beverages. You have to eat it just as is. I, I think though and you that. Can't heat it up. Yeah, so that that is like a little bit better. But I think I'm still just doing the the drink because I think okay. I could I could tough it out more. I, I I'd get in my head too much thinking about like the 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 food. I think I'd have to go with the food. Take it from somebody who's worked bar back at one of those people. Just bartenders just piss on the floor. Oh, I, I, I it's probably the most vile. Ugh. But I just I, I can't. Hope- I'd hope to get there on Asabuco night. <laughs> I think you're getting a lot of fennel. <laughs> fennel or fentanyl? <laughs> fennel. Master just has a fucking drain trap full of fentanyl patches. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Kendall, what direction would you like us to start? Um, I mean, we haven't done it in two weeks. So did you want to still do Best Thing to Happen this weekend, or did you want to Kibosh yeah, that. Let's see what's thing that happened this weekend. Go ahead. You go first. All right. Me first. Um, oh, I don't. Yes. What's the best thing that happened to you this weekend? Best thing, I went to a, a liquor store in Wallingford on Saturday in hopes of finding High Life. And I went into the, the walk in cooler section and, and they only had like the 12 racks. And I was digging and digging. And then I moved one box and there it was a 118 sitting by itself. And I grabbed it like it was waiting for me. It was a cool moment. I told her the guy who was owning the store, and he just didn't care. But, you know. What store? Um, okay, so it's on Lower Route 5, near the Dunkin' Donuts. Um, Gross. I know exactly what store you're talking about. Is it called Stoplight? No, it's not. I think it. Yeah. Is it Stoplight? It's something like that. Yeah. Gross. Hey, who did you enjoy those beers with? Oh, no one. Because, you know, I got to Jeff's house, and there was 10,000 beers after being told it was BYOB. So I did get to enjoy High Life's that day, but they were from, they technically were uh, out of date in like April. So I didn't get to have any of the new High Life. So now they're just there. 
Cool move. Show up with beer, drink other people's beer. Well, the thing is, I wanted to get the old high lives done first because I like the diminishing return. You gotta, you know, I can't let those go to waste. Well, now the ones that the new ones that you bought and left at Jeff's are just gonna go out of code. No, I'm just gonna go over there like after work, even if he's not there. Just go have like two beers, about a, right. two beers not a day. Anybody? Yeah, just kind of sneak in there. It's kind of cool that you're gonna go to Jeff's house when he's not there, but you won't come to our houses when we are here. No, no, you're, you're misunderstanding what the plan is. I, I'm going to break into the garage to enjoy the beers I bought because you're so desperate to hang out with Jeff. No, no, I'm, I'm going to do it alone. But you won't accept an invitation from me and Mock to just hang out with us. No, that's not true. I would absolutely accept an invitation. I'm pretty sure you were invited on Saturday. I was, and unfortunately I had that other engagement. With? With Jeff. It's kind of kind of sounding like you're, you're, you're laying your own guilt trap here. I'm saying if, if things were All different, right, I would have been there. Judge Mock, how do you rule? Guilty. Dun, 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 this dun, is a dun, very one-sided judge show. <laughs> hey, Kendall, just so you know, the uh, I, I, do, I did want to tell you that now that I've had a week to let it fester, I want you to know that despite us being like uh, mean and uh, ganging up on you from time to time, um, there was no malicious intent on anyone's review of the Orange Gelato Girl. It just was really bad. I just feel... It was not as bad as you guys are putting on. I think the strawberry shortcake I, I was worse. I can tell you, from the bottom of my heart, one of the top three worst beers I've ever had. I don't know. I just, I just don't buy that. I think there's been so much beer that has been had as a group, as yes, individuals. I agree. I agree with what you're saying. And it was one of the worst beers uh, I've ever I had. I don't know. I just, I, I think that just can't like, be true. What I'm going to say, this is, I'm going to say this to you, and I, and I mean this, and I'm not doing it to make you mad, I just genuinely want you to know how much I dislike that beer. If I had to pick between having that beer, a four-pack of that beer on the show this week or drinking exclusively Red Apple Ale for a month, <laughs> sign me up. Red. I haven't seen Red Apple Ale in a while. It, it was awful, Kendall. Anyway, um... Mark, what's the best thing that happened to you this weekend? Shit. Didn't realize I was muted. <laughs> um, I mean, I got to watch you throw Amelia in the pool. That was pretty fun. I didn't she really throw her. It. I didn't even throw her. I kind of just stood her up on the edge, calmed her down, and then pushed her in. <laughs> yeah, she did not like it. No, not at all. That is a uh, Jankowski party tradition. Yeah, it sucks, because then, like, once one goes... Then you see people start kind of looking around. Yeah. Sharks in the water. The minute I got the green light to throw Amelia in, I could hear Mock clench himself to the chair. <laughs> yeah. Like I heard, a- I, heard, I heard his asshole suction cup to the chair. I don't mind the throw in. You know, it's it's honestly, I think it's only happened to me once. But it would that that water was fucking cold, man. Once you were in it, it was it really was fine. It's like it was like an initial shock like when you went in. But really, it, once you were in it, it was fine. Last year, there was an attempt on me, and I only recall my leg being crashed into the side of the pool and hurting a <laughs> lot. And I oh, think, Jeff. Haha. No, but I, actually, you know, it was it was Pat. Pat was the one who just 
did a bad job at like the angling. Well, I mean, you're twice as height. I'm just saying, a little more, a little more care. <laughs> um, let's see. Best thing that happened to me this weekend. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think there was really like a remarkable thing. I mean, like I had a family party, Jankowski family party on Saturday, and that went like surprisingly well. Oh, uh, you know, I guess the best thing that happened to me was probably like when Mock's father-in-law tried to like you know pull a fast one and set up the tent while I was out running an errand. And then came, tried to make me feel bad about it, but then you know, like I, I made him realize, like, hey, I didn't have to set up or take down the tent. <laughs> Jokes on you, pal. So it was also kind of on Mike Mock because he like Mike Mock got there and he's like, all right, we're gonna put the tent up real quick. Yeah, that whole <laughs> thing was funny to only one person. That wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, very cool. Pretty whatever weekend. Yeah, I mean, it was just two family parties and, you know. I mean, I, I will say that the second family party, I had a lot of fun with uh, Samantha at that party because it's a bunch of people that we don't, like, like I only see maybe once every two years on her dad's side because we usually don't, we usually, like, go to a, it's usually a Christmas party that they're all together and we've, yeah. like, gone to every other one. So it's people I've only seen maybe two times people she's seen you know maybe 10 times in her life and so uh you know they just like to talk to us like uh you know we see them all the time and just kind of like kind of like just laugh at them schooled some schooled some old people and did which is pretty cool <laughs> how do you throw these things like a free <laughs> yeah. like a fucking dinner plate what are you <laughs> asking me so so how do you want how do I throw this basically what you're gonna want to do here is you're gonna want to load this up like you're trying to throw a 12 six <laughs> also shout out to the Phillies for really blowing ass the game Kyle went to oh what happened yeah. they, they lost nine nothing nice In, including including uh having the bases loaded with no outs and not producing a run that's the best. Could you imagine when they got back to that hotel room? Oh, and they stayed over too. Yeah. yeah. They should just like lose a game and they just let it fester in a in just, hotel. Just Bob pissed. Well, I mean, you could imagine the fun time that you know Larry, Kyle, and Bob produced. Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of steak and cheeses for Bob to complain about. Yeah, this is very good. Yeah, Bob. My, you know what? I'm, I I love going to Philadelphia. I really like the steak and cheese from Jersey Mike's. <laughs> it's become one of my favorite things. Like if we end up going out to dinner and Bob's there, and I'll just be like, "And hey, Bob, what will you be complaining about this evening?" <laughs> he actually laughs about it though. Yeah, because he knows. I mean, you you guys would know better than I would. Like, what is like the thing that he's like raved about? If there has, if it has been one. It, it's one restaurant in Prospect that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, there's a restaurant in Prospect that he loves that nobody else likes going to. And is it like a specific thing that he gets, or is it just like all across turf. the board? Surf and turf. Really? Yep. Huh. And this is a extremely whatever place. Yeah. 
Like, it's fine. I feel like but, you, you know. you're not mentioning the name like they're going to be a sponsor or something. No, I mean, I don't know. Come on. Trust some salt in the name. Yeah, it's called Kendall's House. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're never invited, so I can't judge. You know, yeah. I take major exception to that. I'd have you guys over Bob, every day. Bob was like, oh, yeah, I love the surf and turf at Kendall's house. Oh, really, Bob? What, what's the surf and turf there? Oh, Gordon's, Gordon's fish sticks and pulled pork mm. out of a tub. Man, that is a rough surf and turf. Yeah. And that... that... What's that? I'd actually be kind of bummed if someone was like, hey, I made a surf and turf. Here's your pork chop. <laughs> Hey, Kendall, if you had to pick between a, a two-day-old 20-piece uh, nugget and two double cheeseburgers for free or paying $39 for a steak, what would you pick? Um, How big is a steak? Uh, 30 ounces. We'll go 12 ounces. I think I would... Uh... 12 ounces. Twelve ounces, and it comes with a uh, side salad and one one side. Hmm. I think I'm going the the two day old burgers and nuggets. What was the question? Would Would you rather eat two day a two day old twenty piece nugget and two double cheeseburgers from McDonald's, or pay thirty nine dollars for a twelve ounce steak, uh, with a uh, one side and a and a side salad? I mean, I think I would take the steak. Yeah. I don't even what's, understand. Yeah. What's hilarious to me is Kendall doesn't want to waste the two-day-old McDonald's, but he's willing to waste the steak. Yeah, but I, mean, I feel like I'm overpaying for something that, like, I could get that meal for much less. I mean, if us, if you get a, I mean, all right. I don't know how deep we want to go, but what kind of steak is it? 12-ounce ribeye. That's, that's 40 bucks. That's cheap. Okay, but that was never specified. It was just a steak. I mean, it could have been... Could have been just a, like a, a sirloin. It could have been a could have been a skirt steak. I'm just saying that I that that meal has been available at places for for cheaper than thirty nine dollars. Options for forty bucks has been available where? Just places, just you know, the, just the, the the normal like steak options at at restaurants, even places that aren't like necessarily steakhouses, like the chain restaurants that just have. A steak option that's kind of like in their wheelhouse. A, a we'll call it between a nine and twelve ounce cut and then two sides for much less than thirty nine dollars. I think you're lying. I, I mean, I, I'm not nothing to lie about. He just, I think you're lying. Yeah. It sounds like he's lying, doesn't it? This, but what, what am I lying he, uh... Well, let's see here. You know what's so funny about this? I don't even remember how we got to this point. Oh, a six-ounce <laughs> six six sirloin with two sides from Outback is $20, and I said a 12-ounce steak. So even if it was a sirloin, that's still on par with Outback's pricing. And Outback is the shittiest steakhouse on the planet. <laughs> so, Kendall, you're wrong. I don't know if that's right. Six ounce for $20? Is it right here? Outback. I'm looking at the Outback menu online. 
Outback six ounce center cut sirloin with two sides, nineteen forty nine. That is garbage. I don't know. I feel like that's a inflation at play. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Outback must know we're talking about this. I I think I made tonight, and I would have to really think back and and you know go over the logs. But I think I made the best steak I've ever made tonight. Really? Yeah, they came out fucking awesome. Take us through your process. So it's funny. So I we bought a, a family pack of steaks uh, yesterday at BJ's, mm-hmm. and it was four strips, right? Oh, sorry. So, sorry, it was eight ounces for twenty dollars. Sorry, eight even ounces. still. So so thirty thirty three dollars would be for a twelve ounce sirloin from Outback. And I gave you a 12-ounce ribeye for 40 Anyone paying for a sirloin is an idiot. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, the same goes for the porterhouse. That's at least good, though. Yeah, I'll die on the hill of a porterhouse being an awful steak, though. <laughs> Why? It's an awful cut. I hate it. It's too grainy and fatty for the money. It's a New York strip and a filet. It's too, too, yeah, New York Strip is awful. I disagree. New York, I don't like New York Strips. But either way, um, so we bought the, the family pack of strips, and um, I made two last night on the, the Blackstone Griddle, and they, they came out pretty good. And then tonight, um, I just did them in a, in a cast iron. With um, what do I do? The olive oil, garlic, rosemary, and then butter, and just let them let them simmer. And they came out fucking awesome. And uh, I'm gonna sound like an ignoramus for a second. Did you do the whole thing about like uh, with a spoon and like like basting the on? Oh yeah. I have never oh, yeah, attempted that ever. It's 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 good stuff. I could watch those want- steak videos for days. I once watched watched Kendall boil a filet mignon. Okay, I I I, I draw the line <laughs> and made up stories there. Kendall <laughs> bought an eighteen ounce filet mignon, brought a pot to boil, dropped it in, and let it cook for twenty five minutes. I will tell took you, out, took it out of the water, <laughs> not pat it dry, and then proceeded to put ranch dressing on it. I will tell you a real. Kendall cooking story that Paul would have witnessed, and there was a, a drunk time at Eastern, perhaps sophomore year, and I made him a grilled cheese, and one side was much more well done than the other. Yeah, Kendall made me a grilled cheese where he just never flipped it, but kept it on for the total time we'd keep a grilled cheese on. Sort of like a black and white cookie, if you will. Sounds like any sandwich you could get at the Wallingford Burger King. <laughs> Hey, he still ate the grilled cheese, though. You know, made me well, feel good about my mistake. I was pretty drunk, hey, willing to, willing to rude. Anything that was edible was getting consumed that night. You could have put rat poison in front of me, and I would have been like, you know what? There's probably enough booze in my system to counteract this. <laughs> It'll balance this out. Well, one poison mixed with another can't be that bad for you. <laughs> Hey, so I was thinking, so, if we uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Well, 
I, I'd like to do this. I think it'd be fun to film film it for the the, the, the Instagram. But I I know we're probably very far away from ever having like a a full like five of us boys trip again. You know, I figure we're at least a year away, mm-hmm. at least minimum. But the next time we do it, I'd like to like do like a three day trip. And I don't. I know that there's varying opinions on what we should do and whatever. I'd like to get together and do a PowerPoint present PowerPoint presentations on what we should do. I like that. We get together, we just get a third. Here's the kicker. We tell Kyle, but the rest of us don't make any. <laughs> no, I want to make them. I want to see what you guys come up with. I want to see. I want you tell me you don't want to see Massey's PowerPoint presentation. Uh, he, he probably knows all these macros. It'd be great. It's going to be naked cartoons. Well, listen, it's, it's his own flair, you know. Uh, guys, I want to go to the Hentai Museum of St. Louis. <laughs> Now, are you, no, no, guys, 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 hear me out. Are you telling me that you know where it is? I made it up, if I'm being honest. I think you, I think you looked it up. I, don't, I think by you saying of St. Louis, that means there's multiple museums of hentai in cities across the nation. Multiple. I said St. Louis mostly because I forgot the Rams moved to L.A. <laughs> and it's multiple museums. My apologies. No, it's not a museum. I, I can't. It's the way I say it. I I, I can't. I can't. No help a it. word. M u z a m museum. You guys see the well, culture at the museum? That's what happens when you go to a private school in Milford. Yeah. I don't know if that's related. <laughs> can't prove it isn't. Well, more like more like that's what happens when your sister's your first girlfriend. Oh my. 37 minutes in, uncomfortable. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. Right, After uh, long discussions, I don't think any of us played in the <laughs> Ornog tournament this year. <laughs> nope. Well, Kendall said him and Jeff played before <laughs> the party. We got out there early. Yeah. I tell you, do you know how upset that would have made? Like, and all on, like, kidding aside. But I would never I do that. Really upset. And, and truth be told, the only I'm not reason saying you would, I'm just saying if it happened. <laughs> and the only reason I I didn't was because of the way things worked out for my dad. It was like the the day we had picked. Because we now are in this this horrible window of every weekend there's something going on. Like this coming weekend yep. is another. Another two for, you know, booked the entire weekend. And I'm sure the weekend after that will be the same thing. It, just, it never ends. I don't have anything this weekend. There's a party, and it's not that, like, it's fine. But the problem is it's it's kind of out of the way. It's like an, it's an hour-plus trip. Going to Peter's? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Are you really? No. <laughs> no, it's it's Rebecca's cousin cousin's stepchild's oh, yeah. high school graduation. And it's just like it's a it's a commitment of time and it's like yeah, I I'm happy to go and like see people and and drink their flavored Bud Light, but it's just like uh, another thing I don't know. It'd Glad be different if I was going to walk. I'm sorry. 
Glad to see you're ha- looking forward to hanging out with me. Well, it's just like, like the, the saving grace is is you. But like if you weren't going, then I would be oh, very Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> you kidding me? I will be at Lothbury while you guys are at that. <laughs> nice. I remember one of these parties, I don't know how many years back. Kyle wanted to do something. I told him we were doing this, so I invited him. And then, like, we get there, and then, like, after an hour, he's ready to go. And then he's like, he's like, text me, like, hey, we'll say, when are we leaving? Like, Kyle, like, we're kind of committed to this. And then he was calling. I was, I was like, very annoyed with him that day. Cause, like, I, not that it was like a big deal. Like, oh, I didn't, like, I pulled strings to get him there. That's not it was just like, if you didn't want to go, then hey, didn't, don't go. go. Are you going to the place with the ducks? Yes. That's cool. I think it's that place. I went there I once. I believe so. I went there once. It was pretty cool. I wore my Duck Dodger shirt and then took some pictures with ducks. <laughs> and then I sang Sweet Home Chicago with your father-in-law. It was a big win all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> it was awesome, but I think it's like what's facing me ahead. Ugh. Yeah, I forgot about that. But you know, it'll be fine. Yeah, always is. Well, you both got designated drivers, so. It's true. Very true. And I already have a empty container of milk in the car waiting for me. Or, you know, you could just hold it like an adult. Cannot. You could. You've never tried. I, I have, and it's resulted poorly. <laughs> I don't. I think you're the only adult. I've ever met in my life that literally can't hold going to the bathroom for a length of time. But it's like, it's, it it compounds on itself. Cause it's like, all right, I've had, we'll call it eight beers to this point. And then, you know, you, you break the seal or whatever. And then it just like body, it's almost like it produces more liquid than I'm putting in. I, I don't, I can't explain it. I used to trip to Philadelphia as the perfect example. Like I'm, I'm convinced I peed more than I drank. Can confirm you did not. That I, was funny, though. Leave the rest up. Within five minutes, pees again. Yeah, a full cup's worth. <laughs> it was unbelievable. I don't know. I just like, I don't understand the whole like, uh, once you break the seal, you got to continuously keep going thing. It's not like a spigot from a hose. I listen. I I, I can't explain it. Maybe it, maybe I have you know speckles on the prostate. I can't. I I yeah. Maybe there's some some components that aren't working properly. But it, it's it's a battle. You're a strange man. I mean, it's you know, unfortunately, it's one of my faults. I hope that you're able to donate your body to research when you get when you get to your uh, end of your time. Yeah, I think that it's like this guy was just full of hot gas. <laughs> it's 
just looks like the kind of guy that would have paid no money to eat a past its prime meal and throw away a perfectly good steak. See, that? See, we now we're adding to it. It wasn't like it wasn't throwing it was, away the other whichever, option. Whichever one you don't get good is waste. <laughs> well, that's what I got out of it. If it's, <sighs> if it's just you and it's the the McDonald's and the burgers or the steak, whichever one you don't eat, the other one's wasted. I was approaching it from a financial standpoint. That's fine. You can approach it from that standpoint, but you I, waste the steak with a side and salad. If I known that one is getting thrown away, then I'm going to throw away the older item. I'm not going to waste the steak. Um, I would like to think that's not true because you drank expired beer after purchasing new beer. If you'll roll back the tape... I absolutely... But the thing is... Part of the reason I did that too was to make room for the beer was a room for my beer in the fridge at the time. So by clearing out the high life and giving it, you know, its, it's due diligence, you know, let, letting it be consumed the way it should be, I was able to make room to get. And I mean, there's actually a potential I had some of that beer I bought. I don't know. Summed up in two instructional steps: open mouth, insert foot. No, no, I think there is a chance. I could have had some of my beer. I don't know for sure because I ended up leaving pretty banged up, as you can imagine. Um, but I don't know for sure if I did have any of the ones I bought. I remember putting them in the fridge when I finally made room. I think the move would have been walk in, see the full fridge, put your beer back in your car. That I, And the, the only reason, because I was, I was told ahead of time that it was kind of bring your own beer, and he said it, he'd have some beer, but I've been in that situation before. Oh, I have some beer. You show up, and there's seven beers for three people, and I, I can't have that. So I, <laughs> then I'm at least having nine high lives. But then I got there, and the fridge I was... I can't have that. The fridge was full. Like, anybody who was at this party brought beer. And what, if, it, what if what if you just had one beer? I don't know. Uh, then then why have it? Break you know, seal. be be with its friends. You know. What? What? What'd you say? It won't be with its friends. Yeah, if you have one, you gotta have at least have a buddy. To... I don't. But you're 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 drinking the beer, so you're essentially killing it. You're taking it away from its friends. Yeah, but then so they're tribe of eighteen beers and making them march to their death one at a time. Right. Down the yellow river. So you're no different than a Nazi. Wow. Forty six right. minutes. As I said earlier, Kendall, just follow the instructions. Open mouth, insert foot. <laughs> so what I we have this app is that Kendall would throw away a perfectly good ribeye. No. To have some shickle whoppers. <laughs> That's one of my favorite words that we came up with. <laughs> All right, Mark, you were saying. So I have this app, and every once in a while I dive back in, and it's literally just puzzles, right? <laughs> but they, they've incorporated um, characters and shows and whatnot. So I'm right now... I'm doing, I believe it's a 550-piece uh, Loki puzzle. Mm-hmm. And it said it should take 60 minutes or something like that. And that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I 
How many? There's no way. How long have you spent on it so far? Uh. Well, I called out of work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was upstairs. I started probably two hours ago. Nice. But I did stop for maybe a half hour. I couldn't imagine trying to do a 500-piece jigsaw puzzle on my phone. Well, I'm on my iPad. Either way, it's so small. <laughs> no, it works fine on the iPad. But if you had the Massey iPad, then you'd be set. Yeah, then you really zoom in. He's got a goddamn IMAX theater in his hands. Very funny. Thank you, thank you. So, uh, hey, match. Yeah. Who's going to be the starting running back for the Giants this year? Is it going to be Saquon, Joe Mixon, Ezekiel Elliott, or James Robinson, or Dalvin Cook? Um, If it's not Saquon, it's none of those guys. It'll be fucking Matt Burita. You don't think they'll go um, after free agents? No. Hey, James Robinson I mean, just got cut. Who? James Robinson. Did he really? Yep. Yeah. That's why I said his name. I didn't I didn't know that. Um talk about a guy that fell fucking hard. Jesus. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, unless one of them was to be like cheap, I don't think it would be Zeke. I mean, I don't know. Um, I think eventually Barkley's gonna sign the tag. Um but the way the way running backs are getting treated right now, I mean, he doesn't really have much leverage. I mean, guys that had decent years last year, you know, Dalvin Cook had a good season. He's had a good few in a row. I mean, he's gotten hurt, but he's been good for a few years in a row. You know, Zeke fell off for a little while, but he he was still decent last year. I, I mean, there there's not much uh, there's not much leverage. I had a question. I didn't. I didn't do really any research. What What was kind of just the reason, just financially for for Dalvin Cook? Just they turned injuries and not wanting to pay well, him, and that was really it. I think it really comes down to paying him. I mean, they have that Mattinson kid who's who is good. Um. So I mean, you can't you can't invest heavy in into a running back. Like, yeah. No, I, I sort of agree. I just it kind of caught me. It caught me off guard. I just I didn't expect that to kind of be a thing. Me neither. Yeah, it was definitely strange. Um, but it, I mean, really, if you look at if you look at the past teams that have won Super, like what was the last Super Bowl team that had a high paid running back? Uh, I top of my. I head. mean, off the top of my head, like. It, it just—it's one of those positions where, like, it looks great up front when you re-sign these guys, and and yeah. that's about it. I mean, you think about it, like Todd Gurley signed that huge extension. He was off the Rams. Was it not even two years later? Yeah. Dalvin Cook already signed an extension. He got cut. Um, Eagles let Sanders walk. Um. You know, Zeke signed that huge extension. Didn't see it out. It, it's just, that, that, it, it's that, not a 
the valued. Zeke, I think the Zeke is an exception to the rule. How come? Because they signed him to a contract and then immediately cut his touches in half. The first game after yeah. they, signed, they, they signed him to a big deal and then said, hey, we're splitting your carries with Pollard immediately. Like, then that's their fault for signing him. That's not his fault. Yeah. No, but I mean... But like, but that's that, that's just the Cowboys being stupid. All the other running backs had a fall off point or got hurt. Like his thing was, and like he did fall off. But I, like I last year, I, every single Cowboys game I watched, like when when Zeke was getting the ball, he was doing decent. And then that's what I mean. He was he was decent last year. He would string together three runs for ten yards, and then they'd put in Pollard, and he'd get stuffed nine times in a row. And I, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what the Cowboys' thought process on that one was. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's just the running back isn't. It's not a valued position. That's really, I mean, kind of what it, what it boils down to. It, it's, it's an extremely important position. But I what? mean, you see it in the draft. Every time they talk about a running back getting drafted in the first round, it gets blasted because they're, they're like, oh, it's not a good value. But, like, they're, they're still one. Well, I think a lot of it, too, is I think a lot of teams like to do, like, kind of exactly what, like, the Giants are doing, which, like, same thing, like, what you, uh, what, um, uh, whatchamacallit, like, uh, the Vikings are hoping happens with Alexander Mattson, like, Get this great running back that makes your team, you know, relevant and somewhat enticing to 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 coup quarterback job easier. And then once you get to that next step, dump them and move on to a rookie. Yeah. Also, like, like Barkley was there for all the ugly stuff. All right, thanks for your services. Bye now. Go go. We're not paying you a, a, anything. We don't. You know, we're gonna we're gonna make sure we're gonna give you offer you less than what you want so that you leave because we don't want. We'd rather pay a rookie. That's pretty much what the running back position has just become in the NFL now. It's just like a, you know, yeah. We don't. Right. You're 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 not. You're only important when we're bad. I mean, I, I mean, I'm trying to think back. Like, what was the last high paid running back in a Super Bowl? So, I wouldn't know like the financials, but I know like a high caliber running back in a Super Bowl would have been Marshall Falk. Um, you know, he was, he was an MVP. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, you had Joe Mixon last year. You had Leonard Fournette the year before that. You had Gurley in the Super Bowl that the Rams lost to the New England. Yep. Um... Let's see. Well, I, mean, I guess Gurley absolutely counts. I mean, all, all these guys you mentioned are these; these are le- legit backs. I think. I mean, I think we're just selling them short a little bit. No, but what I mean, like they they say it too. I mean, it's it's kind of gotten skewed, but like for a little while, the recipe was you have a quarterback on a rookie deal, so you can invest. Or you know, what I mean, like what the Bengals are able to do until they have to extend Burrow. And the same, like, what Mahomes had before his big extent, you know, they were able to sign weapons. You know, the Seahawks were able to do it. Like, when you have a, a rookie quarterback that pops, that that's, like, the, the absolute sweet spot. Mm-hmm. You know, it's tough once you have to p- 
pay the quarterback, you know, forty million dollars a year, and then expect to for the growth to be there. Then, I mean, of course it can happen, but it's just not as not as likely. But I think so. You're kind of posing it as a, a, a running back who was pretty good for a longer stretch. No, I'm, I'm saying like a, a team that won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. What was like the last team that had like a high-paid running back? It, it just I I can't I, I yeah. of course I don't have it in front of me, but I mean, what's well, so we need Mass? You know, he's got all those websites that <laughs> just crunches the numbers. Um, yeah, I mean, to, you know what I mean, like the. The Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. Their their starting running back was a rookie. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, there's other. They have you know Mahomes. They they have other like they don't have that cap. You know, the we'll call it like a McCaffrey sixteen million dollars a year soaked into running back. They can use that elsewhere. It's just mm-hmm. the run. It's not a valued position anymore. Yeah, I'm having a tough time thinking of a, a team that won that, that that fits that description. I mean, the the first one like Paul mentioned Fournette. I don't know what he was making that year when the Bucks won it. Um, I don't I don't know if he was like a high pay. I don't know, but um, I mean, just kind of count like the year the Eagles won. They they had what Sanders, who was probably still on a rookie deal. Um, when the Rams won, it was, it was like Cam, Cam Akers. Cam Akers and uh, Sony Michelle. So again, like you know, again, like two guys that produced. At least like Akers was decent that year, but you know, guys that produced that weren't yeah. soaking up cap. And I don't think I mean the Patriots just like dominated with kind of just whatever running backs that James just, White just produced fucking James White, but they were they were never Rex Burkhead, yeah. It, it's just one of those you know the, the and and of course you know their careers aren't as long as other positions. Well, their careers aren't as long because of exactly what I said earlier. It's just the. Their careers aren't elongated anymore because teams just go, hey, when we're irrelevant, we're going to work you into the ground to fucking try to, you know, be relevant. And then once yeah. you start winning, we're going to tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. I, I mean, mean. And some of that is. Other, a, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Paul, other, sorry. Than, other, other than when Barkley was hurt, was did he take less than 90% of snaps a game? Probably not. I would say no. And same thing with Elliot. His first four years, it was every every fucking play, he was on the field and he was doing something important. Yeah, I, you I, know, Todd Gurley. It's the same thing, and so it's you know, it's like the the. That's why that's why these teams draft running backs in the first round. They don't care about the flack they're getting from fucking Mel Kiper. It's hey, we get you for five years for cheap, and we're gonna basically yeah. destroy your life, and then you're gonna be useless. You're going to be 26 years old with no college education and, you know, living off of your rookie contract for the rest of your life. Yeah. And hopes that you get a backup job on a Super Bowl winning team somewhere. Right. 
And it and it's one of those things like, oh, I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> and while he's sneezing, I mean, some of it is kind of a, sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, it it's one of those things where like I I almost don't blame the running backs, like when they hold out, it's annoying, but I I, I don't put because like nine out of ten times they get one shot at mm-hmm. a contract. You know, there's some of those guys that don't even like make it to see free agency. So like when the running back holds out, it's at least a little more understandable. You know, when the quarterbacks like, you know, come on, uh, some of those guys, not of course, not all of them, but a quarterback can play 10, 15 years. Yeah. Well, everything. Uh, you know, uh, uh, go ahead. You finish. It's it, it just, you know, it, I can understand why the running backs are, are more more like apt to hold out. I, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense to me. It's, it's still annoying, you know, especially when it's a guy in your team. But yeah. when everything, I, I at least understand it. And everything you guys are saying is, is true about, you know, you, you pay the young guy, and once they're fulfilled their, their useful service, then you, you throw them to the wolves and, you know, don't bother paying them. But there, there, there are guys that kind of they beat those odds. And, like, you know, financially it kind of goes against what we're talking about. But there are, there are running backs that have had really long careers and, you know, have been effective throughout. I think, you know, Frank Gore is one of the greatest examples of that. You know, a guy, now he was never chasing these monster contracts, but he kind of like flips the script on, okay, hey, a running back's only good for for six seasons. Yeah. And I think there could be a recipe if if more guys are like, okay, hey, I'm prepared to, all right, I I got my my one deal and now I'm prepared to kind of switch. But but the problem problem is it's... Frank Gore had something these guys don't have. And it's that it's a team that believed in them and was willing to keep them. The Giants aren't going to keep Barkley for 10 years. They're just not. Even if he takes even if he agrees to sign for $10 million, they're not going to keep him for six more seasons. The the 49ers were willing to keep Frank Gore for ever. They were willing to have him be a a, a veteran. There's no t- teams aren't going to do that. That was Frank Gore's thing. Frank Gore didn't need to chase the monster contract because he was going to keep getting two year deals with the 49ers. There aren't there aren't teams that are going to do that for their running backs anymore. And what I guess I will say is that he was probably of that last generation of running backs before this kind of recipe has gone into place. That that how, how we see things are like he he was from that 2000s era where. Hey, you're a running back. You'll play for a team for ten seasons. I, and to that point, I, I agree with what you're saying. But I was just mentioning that, like, he was able even post that 49ers career that he hung around for a long time, you know, and, and was relevant for for a few teams. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I would have to look at look back and say like what he was signing for i don't think he was ever uh, he, making especially towards the end right well financially he probably you know, wasn't time money well and that's the thing like any any running back can do what frank gore did if they're willing to accept what frank gore accepted which is yeah i'm gonna play the veteran minimum and be a backup running back but most of these guys are put like saquon barkley is going to be put into the backup running back role before he's 28 years old Frank Gore didn't have to face that fact until he was fucking 34. Yeah. Because the team believed in him and kept signing him. There aren't, there's, there's no team. The, the, the 
fucking the Giants aren't going to do it with Barkley. The Bengals obviously weren't going to do it with Mixon. But you see, like, the Bears weren't going to do it with David Montgomery. You know, the fucking Steelers didn't do it with Le'Veon Bell. They're not going to probably do it with Najee Harris either. Yeah. You know, just how I think the way that the NFL is being like done now and the way that they're treating running backs in the league, not necessarily the league itself, but just the NFL like ownership as a whole. I think, I think it's the NFL. I think the running back situation is the exact reason why they, I think they should get rid of franchise tags, fucking figure out a deal or don't like, like the, the Barkley situation. And I'm not saying it because it's the giants. It's just all situations, but the Barkley one's the most relevant. You had four years to figure out if you were going to resign him or not. You had four years to do it. Five if you took him in the first round and exercised the fifth-year option. Why do you need another year? Like, why Why does this kid need to risk ruining his career for you to be indecisive and pay him less than what he would probably make on a free agent deal? If it wasn't for the franchise tag, he, there'd be no talks about holding out. There'd be nothing like that. The Giants would have just went, we don't want to pay you that. Go test free agency. Instead, it was like, eh, we don't want to pay you that. We're going to tag you. And may, and what, then they transition tag him? No, he got the franchise. All right. So, But even if they had transitioned, it's like, okay, go, you know, go get your money. But just, you know, that no one's going to give it to you because they don't want to give up a pick. So it's like, like, I think the franchise tag personally should be abolished. I think to me, the franchise tag is... Yeah, I mean, all it is is okay. Hey, we couldn't figure it out now. Let's let's just postpone. Well, it's just like to me, it's just like here's the deal: you're a franchise, you're set on winning the Super Bowl, you want to have the best talent possible, so fucking figure it out. It's always over fucking ten million dollars or a, a bonus here or a year there. If it's that important, you'll fucking figure it out. Yeah. I just think that. The franchise tag, especially franchise tagging players coming off of rookie deals. Maybe that's the way, you know, sure, franchise tag, you know, fucking Lamar Jackson, or not Lamar Jackson, um, fucking, like, Russell Wilson, for example. If Russell Wilson wants to get, the when this contract's up, if they want to franchise tag him or whatever, that's fine. He's had a chance to go out and make his bag. But, like, all these rookies, like, they're, they're, they're making, like, I mean, they're making great money. Don't get me wrong. But, like, they're making fucking pennies compared to the rest of the league. And the one chance that a lot of them get to go out and secure a bag, you know, is, is cut another year short due to, you know, a team being indecisive on what they want to do. And, you know, there's, how many times have we seen a player go out and have a real bad year and then come back the next year and be great? Yeah. And so it's like, oh, hey, we're going to franchise tag you. And then they go out and have like a kind of whatever year for whatever the circumstances, whether it's a lingering injury, poor quarterback play, bad coaching, whatever it is. And then they go out, sign a free agent contract, make nine million less a year than they should. And now they're giving away, you know, but if but that was that that's what they had to do. That was, you know, they basically they got fucking robbed of however many millions it works out to be. I think for rookies, I don't think I don't think. You should be allowed to franchise or transition tag players coming off of their rookie deals. I feel like, too, a lot of these headaches we kind of see are these guys who kind of have sustained an injury 
in that in that span, like you know Saquon did. I'm I'm fairly certain Le'Veon Bell missed some time. Probably not to the extent that Barkley did, but he missed it some time. Correct? I, he had some injuries. Did he tear an ACL. He may have. I, I remember him being hurt. I just remember how I thought long. Thought we were at the game when he did. See, I, I, I know we were at a game where he got hurt, but I don't remember what that injury was. Tours is. Well, so there was that. So, like, in recent memory, it seems like it's these guys that, like, and I can't remember if there's been people who have had, you know, they five five seasons out of the rookie deal, that immaculate play, that there hasn't been an issue. Like, I mean, like, okay, he just got the extension, no problems. It seems like it's always because there was an injury that it's like, well, eh, I don't know if we're willing to put ourselves on the line because you are now a risk. I can't think of this, if there's been a, a player recently that has had like an unfazed four and or five seasons. It seems like this, this always happens, and it's because there was an injury at one point or another. But nothing jumps out to me to, to say, oh, well, this player wasn't. Like what? So like the big ticket running backs, you mean? R- running back, for example. But but. But like, I are guess, you saying just big ticket running backs, or just running backs in general? I guess running backs in general. I mean, it happened to David Montgomery. David Montgomery didn't really have any serious injury problems. Okay. The Bears are just like, we're not going to pay you. Yeah. Uh, so that 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 uh, is in is that exception to the rule. But I guess. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know what the Bears seem to do. This I don't know why they don't. They anybody, just... anybody that's ever anybody running back that was drafted by the Broncos in the last fourteen years, they just become a free agent. They let them go. They go, hey, we're going to get rid of you. We're going to bring in somebody that's past his prime. <laughs> He's going to suck. Then the next guy is going to come up, be great, and then we're going to let him go. Yeah, I mean, I, it just it seems to be like this this pattern where these great players that they get hurt and then it comes time for a contract in in the rookie deal window and it's like, well, I don't know. I mean, think of how different if Saquon never got hurt, how different things would be. Yeah, I mean, not not to. I mean, j- just from like you know, imagine the, no, I know, yeah, like games one being the same, you know, it's you know neither here nor there. Just, but it would be different. I think we wouldn't have this conversation. I'm gonna be yeah, I agree. I'm gonna be curious to see if if Saquon doesn't play for the Giants. I'm gonna be curious to see how big of an impact it has on the Giants this season. Yeah, absolutely. I think Daniel Jones played well last year, but I think Saquon played out of his mind. Yeah. I think it took a lot of pressure. I think Saquon being so good last year is what opened up the downfield runs for for Jones. I mean, he's got athleticism, but, you know, athleticism doesn't create fucking, you know, wide open fucking jet lag sweeps. <laughs> That's on the defense over committing to a really good running back. So I'd be curious. I'd be I'd be curious to see what the what the Giants look like like without him. Just cause, yeah, it'll be interesting. Just because Matt Breed is whatever. I mean, he's serviceable, but he's he he's he's a fine backup running back. 
that's that's really it. Hey, he's been through the 49ers running back school of be good for a year. That that's why I look at Breida. Like Breida's a fine, you know, change of pace guy, who still you know has some juice, but he he's not gonna, you know, like right. no no one's worried about Matt Breida. Right. It will be interesting to see where all these fucking guys end up. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. I I think the, the Cowboys certainly made a mistake with the the Elliott thing. To me, I think him and Pollard together is what made Pollard effective. I I, I think they're going to kind of be a little worse for wear when they are going to. Well, Pollard is good, I, but it's just the complimentary. Oh, good, Paul. Well, the thing with the thing with Elliot was that Elliot, just like Rob Gronkowski, when Elliot was an elite running back, the same thing when Rob Gronkowski was an elite tight end, it all people talked about was how many receiving yards and touchdowns Gronkowski had, just like how many rushing yards. But like people didn't watch Ezekiel Elliott pick up defensive ends. Yeah, you're fucking, right. You know, stop. You know, hesitate linebackers through the gaps and pick up blitzing corners and and you know run an. an auxiliary route in the flat to open up a dump lane for Prescott and Pollard's not that guy Pollard is a good downhill runner Pollard's not going to be Pollard's not fucking picking up Dexter Lawrence on a free blitz yeah no I, you know, I, I agree Pollard's not Pollard's not stopping a fucking you know top tier defensive end or rushing linebacker he's just going to be a downhill runner you know he's going to be yeah. like and and the question is, can you know? Do people really think that Pollard is going to be able to produce what Derrick Henry was able to produce in his prime? Right. Because if if you're going to be a running back that basically only commits to downhill runs, you need to be as effective as Derrick Henry was. Derrick Henry was allowed to fucking fail at all that other shit, not being a great pass catching back not being an amazing route runner, not being a great blocker, because he could fucking run over anybody on the defense and get 2,000 yards in a season or 100 yards in a game no matter what. And so you can be a little, you know, you see it in the NBA. You can be, if you can shoot 60% from three, you can be shit on defense. But is Pollard going to be able to be a 1,600-yard rusher? I don't know. I don't think so, but... I mean, I, I I mean, I like the guy. I'm rooting for him, but I, I I totally agree. And I think we've now we've seen these inflated numbers because of how well the two work together. And I think they're gonna find out pretty quickly that like, hey, there, there is limitations to this, you know. And especially we we just talked about it for several minutes. He's this much older now, you know. Well, and I think the I think the big thing too is is with Pollard is, you know. The, the main game plan everybody's going to have when they go in to play the Dallas Cowboys is going to be, hey, we're going to stop Tony Pollard and make Dak Prescott beat us with his arm. Yeah. That's been the same game plan since Dak Prescott came into the league. And when it was just Elliott with no Pollard, Elliott did just fine. The other thing to remember that's that was weird with this whole thing is Pollard, I think, blew his knee out in like week 15. It was at the end of the year, so you're talking about a guy that's like coming off a short turnaround. Yeah, he, off a, he I, got I'm hurt. Pretty sure it. it was an ACL. Yeah, he did get hurt. I don't remember what. Yeah, I don't know. 
You know what I mean? So you're, you're talking about a guy that's, like, coming back from the injury, and there's no one else, like, there. Yeah. No, you're right. I don't know. Well, we will see. I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas signs one of these free agent running backs. I wouldn't either. That well, wouldn't surprise me at all. Welcome to Dallas, Dalvin Cook. I mean, really, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all. No, it wouldn't and they'll they'll sign him for the same thing Zeke gets from somebody. Mock, would you welcome Elliot for the revenge potential? I would not care for that. No? Even if it was kind of like, you know, electric, like for the next three seasons, like he absolutely just hey, listen, dominated I, over I the Cowboys? I would welcome him coming in and being good, but I would not care for I'd be If that were to happen, I'd be curious to hear your tone after a season where he was, like, really good. It would be pretty hypocritical. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. All right. If he goes but there. Guys, I knew this all along. <laughs> if he goes there, I will pitch in and I'll get you an Elliott Giants jersey, but it'll be the red. Yeah. You're a, jersey, a bad friend. You know that? A jersey that they no longer wear and it's just bad. You suck. That would be shitty. I apologize in advance. <laughs> um. Hey, Paul. Paul? What? Having a really bad daily challenge round here. Nice. Nice. Did you... Nice. Uh, did you hey, want to, Kendall, uh, oh, we were talking about you wasting steak. Do you want to do your chain chain restaurant thing? Yeah, I was going to say that. That's kind of um, on par with what we're talking about. I think we should do that. Are we doing it as a group? Yeah, let's do it as a group now. I mean, initially, obviously, I thought all five of us were going to be on the show. So I thought what we would do is, like all of us, we would do a, a, like a super fast draft to pick the restaurants we wanted to be in our group. But let's not go through all that. You know, because there's three of us. Um, I figure let's we'll just kind of just pick and we'll we'll just build it as we go. Unless you want to draft prior. Well, we well, could just go through. I think more so. Yeah, just like we just kind of like bring up different things and then we kind of like yeah. round out a list. Like like we kind of just discuss things we like and then we kind of make a list off of it. Yeah, let's let's do that. How many how many appetizers was it? So I chose uh, five appetizers, um, fifteen entrees, and three desserts. So I think the way to do this is that I think like so for appetizers, I think everybody just gets one thing, and that's guaranteed in, and then we discuss for the other two. Okay, I like that. And then like same thing for like entrees, like everybody can pick two, and they're just guaranteed in. Yeah kind of thing and I'll, I'll keep track and then uh, i'm not going to do it on discord right now but i'll i'll either send it to massey to log in or i'll i'll you know i'll log it in myself at one point all right so oh go ahead no go ahead you, i was you, gonna say we're, we're setting out to make our ideal perfect menu so we're treating this like we're 
we're building a, a menu from scratch using stuff that's already existing. So, I mean, I, I, the numbers I kind of picked were sort of arbitrary. I feel like five appetizers is somewhat reasonable, and then you have more than 10 regular entrees to pick from. So we, I said 15, and then I don't think any more than three desserts, and, and three might even be excessive. But And we're going off of just, just chain restaurants. Chain. Right, no fast food. Right. So um, do you guys have an appetizer that you'd like featured on our menu? This is the GSWD yeah, menu. Southwestern egg rolls from Chili's. Southwest egg rolls from Chili's are pretty bomb. Yep. That's my guaranteed, my lock-in must, must be on the list. Yeah. So, how specific do you want it to be? As specific as Chili Southwest egg rolls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're digging from stuff that's already already out. This is Mac comes in with fucking Red Robin French fries. <laughs> well, no, because, like, listen, I'm a, I'm a big nachos guy. Okay. So I know if I had to, like, pick the exact place. Yeah, you got to pick the exact place. If you could only have one place as nachos for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hmm. One chain restaurant nachos. Not homemade and not from a standstill. So. Hmm. So real quick, while he's kind of thinking, the the Southwest Egg Rose, Paul, it's is what? It's the black bean in there? Uh, black bean, corn. Um, uh, something else. Uh, I like think there's pepper. Yeah, it's not. It's not like a pico de gallo thing, right? That's that's not right. I'm not saying. Basically, like a Tex-Mex egg roll. Yeah. So I mean, good. it's pretty much a oh. chili, anyways. Tex-Mex. Chillis. <laughs> All right, I'm going with the wooden chat, wooden tap nachos. The wooden assless chaps nachos. Wooden tap nachos. All right, so Mark, this is this is your one chance to make kind of like the the alteration. Is there a specific like uh, protein that is on the wooden tap nachos? So I generally go with the pulled pork option. I also like the pulled pork. Paul, are you on board for the pulled pork? Well, no. Mark gets to pick his thing that okay. nobody can alter. Like, right. His thing. Deal. So he wants a. I personally am a humongous fan of the, uh, I, I remember back in the 1700s in my time in pulled <laughs> pork nachos, the authentic, authentic pulled <laughs> pork <laughs> topping. Uh, I just spit all over my phone. Well, nachos have just become this thing where it's just like, yeah, basically anything that's not Mexican is right. what's best on <laughs> Oh, it's funny. That's pretty much like, oh, what do you want on your nachos? Uh, marshmallow fluff, uh, brisket, uh, <laughs> bacon, um, candied bacon, and uh, smuckers. <laughs> okay. And if you sub out the tortilla chips for chicken wings, that's how <laughs> I like my. All right, so actually, that's kind of what I was going to bring up now with my pick. So I wanted to put wings as an appetizer option bone in 
So I have to go and we have to I have to pick what I feel from so we're we kind of agree that like Archie Morris is too localized to be a, a chain, correct? I mean, by definition it's a chain, but like well, so are you doing just chain restaurants or national chain restaurants? So in, when I first came up with the idea, I thought it was national chain restaurants, but I don't know. I, I think Archie Morris is just yes. all around here, correct? Yeah, so if you're going to go national chain, then you could do Archie Morris. But okay. if you're just going to go with the tr- definition of a chain, which is... Uh, me, uh, you're going to go with the true definition of a chain, which is four or more of the you know exact same restaurant you know, spanned out, then you could, then you could include Archie Moore's. I mean, I would do it anyway, because Archie Moore's wings are kind of ass anyway. Oh, you don't like the, the wings from Archie Moore's? No. They're, they're, they're the okayest fucking wing. Oh, I, I mean, I would say they're better than okay. Uh, but uh, with, with this, that aside, that's a conversation from another day. Um, I I do want to include wings, but like, I, I feel like it's such a waste to pick. The only thing Archie Morris does right with their wings is they have good hot sauce, good buffalo sauce. The buffalo sauce is good, but the wings are just very right. whatever. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to flip the script. This is something that I enjoy, and I know Paul also enjoys. And I think Here it's comes the Outback Steakhouse wings. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's still on the menu. I hope it is anyway. Um, the uh, mini corn dogs from Buffalo Wild Wings, are they still on the menu? Or are they gone? I don't know, Kendall. You're the Buffalo Wild Wings expert here. You and Mass. I haven't been to a Buffalo Wild Wings. I think the last time I went was when we, the last time we went as a group. All right. So here, I'm going to go on the notion that they still are there, and I'll I'll do a quick search in a second, and I'll make an, a a change if they're not there. But to continue the conversation I along, mean, I think they're fine to put on because it's it's a it's a viable option that will probably make a return at some point. Even if it's not there, it'll you know what I mean. It'll be on again at some point, so yeah. I'm not about it. All right. So the Buffalo Wild Wings mini corn dogs, corn dogs. All right. So we got our three locked and loaded. We have two more to kind of play with. Um. Let's see. Well, since we're going chain restaurants, we can basically eliminate mozzarella sticks from the equation because <laughs> there's just no chain restaurant that makes a good one of those so uh, real quick to, to reopen the the wings conversation would you guys be for wings on your appetizer menu or you're more or less indifferent no i mean i like i'm I like, fine with them i like wings. Hey, right. does the does like the like the breaded Outback Steakhouse since it's free does that count as an appetizer? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we'll just throw that in. That's just that's just a given. All right. Well, then if we're just gonna go with that, then I would like the Texas Roadhouse buns. That's fine. We'll, we do we do uh, the the. Although I do like ninety nine's popcorn, but I'd rather have the Texas Roadhouse buns. All right, that's just something we what can do you have. Guys land on the uh, Red Lobster. Uh... I do like those. I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for any bread product. So I mean, I think like the bread is just a given. Like we're, we're, we don't have to worry about that for the appetizer. Like we're we're getting mm-hmm. bread. That's on our menu. 
I don't even know like what to pick for wings because like they're pretty much just all bad from chain restaurants. So then, when we can we can forego it. I was just curious if you guys had something that jumped out at you. Like I, I've had many bone and wings at many places. Like you know, TGI Friday is pretty bad. Chili's pretty bad. Uh, Wild wings pretty bad. Except for when we first started going there, when they were really good, but that was very shortly. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Wild Wings used to have cheese curds. That was cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, cheese curds. Those things are fucking awesome. Well, I mean, we kind of went with the notion that they existed. Does Wingstop, does Wingstop count as fast food? Um... I think so. It's it's one of those weird gray area Dairy Queen type things. <laughs> well, no, I mean Dairy Queen has a drive-through. No, you're right. But th- do by definition, do wing stops have drive-throughs? I don't. I, don't know. I think they're more like a more like your traditional like a Boston Market kind of thing. Like it's like a you know like you know you can get it to go type of thing, or you can you can it's like you know. If you order it, you're going to have it pretty soon. Yeah. It's a convenient type thing, but it's like you can't. There's no drive-thru or anything like that. You got to be careful. Some Boston markets have drive-thrus. Yeah, the one in Milford has one. It's a slippery slope. But I, I agree with what you're saying. That, that yeah. It, it's. I'll be honest with you. It sounds cliche. Jesus Christ. Kiss up yawning. It sounds cliche and, and like, terrible, but I think if you're going to go with a chain restaurant for wings, I, I think you just got to go with Hooters. Yeah. No, that, that's fair. And Hooters wings aren't bad. Well, Hooters just, wings are not bad. They're better than Buffalo Wild Wings. And like, you can pick kind of, like, how you want them. Like, they have the, there's different ways you could order the wings. Like, Wild Wings, you just kind of get what you get. I'm with not sure what you mean. So, with or without tits. <laughs> So you can get it the like without the like the breading on it. You can get it with there. See, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it right. Like, regardless of the flavoring, you could order the the style of like the way they prepare the wing differently. Like, okay. I, I only know this because I went to a Hooters like as of last year, and I, and I I was looking at the menu and I saw what that was. I you're gonna say way more recent. Oh, Wait, no, I was I mean, there last week. Yeah, I was mopping the floors. Um, I'm not saying we have to do Hooters wings. I'm just saying if we're going to pick a wing, I think Hooters right. is the place to go. Which we don't have to. I was just throwing it out as an option. I mean, is there any other I, like? I'm a, I'm a fan of the cheese curds from uh, right, Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm also a fan of the uh, Onion Ring Tower from Red Robin. All right, so those are yeah. two pretty good options, and I think I'm just going to throw those on there. All right. <laughs> B dub, cheese curds, Red Robin, Reed Robin. There's some place that just serves soft pretzels as an appetizer, and that just pisses me off. (laughs) That sounds like wild wings. You're not a pretzel guy. No, I love soft pretzels. I'm a huge fan. It's just not an appetizer for dinner. (laughs) All right. It doesn't make any sense. It's like going to a restaurant and being like, hey, we're going to enjoy a nice steak dinner. We better get fried dough before we eat this. <laughs> it's just like, it's just not a dinner appetizer. It doesn't make any sense. 
All right, so for I love okay, soft pretzel. I love it, but a soft pretzel is a snack. It's not a. It's not an appetizer. Hey, real quick, shout out to the the Hopknot. What a great period of time when we would go there in Middletown. That was awesome. And also, one of the funniest moments of our collective group's lives at the Hopknot. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever laughed as hard as when that happened. And like, what a shame that like Kyle wasn't there for it. Like it was because uh, we we know with like absolute certainty he would have tried to like hang out with those guys. Oh yeah. I mean, basically, so for people listening, we showed up there. We went there a few times. Um, decent beer deals and the, the pretzels, you know, brats, beer cheese, you name it. One of the times we went there and just some people started singing drinking songs. And, you know, we, I know, I know Paul doesn't care for the movie a super whole lot, but we like uh, the other guys and that's all we could think of. And just so absurd to be there to witness that live. It was pretty awesome. Yep. And then we went to a liquor store after. We were pretty banged up. Yeah. Went back to Maple, drank some more. All right. I'd like to make my early uh, addition to the entree section. All right. What do you got? All right, I know that this is going to catch a lot of flack from Mike Mock, and that's perfectly fine. I do not uh, stand by this as being a world-class meal. I stand by it being a perfect soaker for all of the drunkenness. It's always ready quick, and from a flavor standpoint, it's not the worst combo in the world, and it's cheap. The Honey Barbecue Chicken Supermelt from Friendly's. Okay. Friendly's as a whole, Friendly's as a whole is a garbage restaurant, but that sandwich is pretty good. I do like that sandwich a lot. So we got a first edition here: Friendly's honey barbecue super milk. There's basically only three things that I will eat at Friendly's: that sandwich, the loaded waffle fries, and ice cream. That's it. Everything else, I don't, I don't even bother. The fact that they have a sandwich called a fish and a jig, I'm all set. <laughs> um, but the honey barbecue chicken super milk, I mean, even, even. I, Barbecue, barbecue sauce on chicken tenders with cheddar cheese and sour cream on toasted bread. It doesn't really matter how shitty the ingredients are. All those things are good, whether they're gourmet or shit. We've all eaten fucking Tyson Anytizer barbecue wings. You know, we've all melted grilled. We've all melted cheese on stuff in a microwave. Hey, I've done my best work. It's That's a good like. Friendly's as a whole is trash. I'll, I'll agree with Mock on that standpoint, but I, I think this sandwich deserves to be on there. It's the perfect bang bang sandwich. Just get it and go. There's there is some stuff there that's serviceable. It's just a uh, not it's a bad good place. It's a, it's a bad restaurant. It one thousand percent is a bad restaurant. The, being cheap was always their thing. That's and when they had to start raising costs, that's what put them all out of business. Was you know and I'm, the bugs. <laughs> I mean, the one in Cromwell never had bugs. Yeah. Wallingford did. It's because Wallingford's a dirty town. <laughs> known for its dirt. No, it's known for being south of Meriden. 
Hey, that's fair. I, I have my hey, country. Kendall, just really roll over and let them badmouth your hometown. Hey, listen, I, I know I, I'm I'm a dual citizen. Um, no, you're not. Yeah, I'm a dual citizen. I've always been. You live. You're not. You live in Milford. Yeah, but I mean, I I went to school in Milford when I lived in Wallingford, and I went to you know Milford when I went to school. You know, it's 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 a whole it's a whole thing. Yeah, but now you don't you don't do anything in Wallingford. Hey, I was in- just in Wallingford two days this past yeah. weekend. Hanging out with your one friend in Wallingford doesn't count as being a dual citizen. Um, listen, I like to think that I have many friends in Wallingford. How many? I just hit them up all the time. How many friends in Wallingford do you think you have? So let's see. We got one. We got two. We got. Three count licks to a tootsie pop. So Jeff, Dave Schufelt, Big B. <laughs> I like to make my uh, contribution to the menu here. One of my contributions. Um, I'm a big slave to the American restaurant on the border, um, and I love the Southwest chicken tacos a whole lot. So I'm definitely putting them on here. I have never had those. Basically, imagine uh, grilled chicken, onion straws, and Southwest dressing and cheese. That's it. It's it's pretty much the most American thing you could have, but it's tasty and I enjoy it. I've had two meals on the border. They were both trash. I mean, so here's the thing. It's one of those like you know, all these restaurants now are are tag teamed under like one parent company. Um, on the border and Chili's are pretty much as close as they come. Like, it's, it's the same company who owns them, and, like, they share very similar ingredients. Uh, like, Chili's can absolutely make this product, and I don't know why they don't, because uh, it would sell anywhere. It's so simple. But, yeah. On my list, for sure. Not much progress going on on this puzzle. Hmm. No, it's very funny. So are we, are we good with appetizers? Yeah, we got we, our apps we, are in. Where are we? I just talked about Wendy's. I just talked about Wendy's. I just talked about Friendly's. Oh, so, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. The hell have you been? <laughs> um... One of the the staples for me, I mean, just to kind of go back to the same place, um, I know, like, so we don't do chilies often because it's kind of a very whatever place. Um, I mean, ninety nine is fine, but I, I wooden tap is probably the one like we frequent the most. Um. And the the hickory burger there is pretty prime. All right. So it's funny. I was going to add a burger so we didn't have to spend a lot of time talking about all the different burgers. So I think we need two burgers on the menu. So I'll lock in my other one for a burger. Okay. It it, kind of falls into the same category as a hickory burger, but fuck it. This is our restaurant. We all kind of like the same stuff. So I'm going to do the smokehouse burger from Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. Smokehouse. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever had a burger there. 
Real quick, both of you, give me the breakdown of the hickory and the smokehouse burger. Uh, smokehouse so, burger. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> both time. Smokehouse burger has, an, so this is why I picked it, because like, I like all these things in the burger, but you can have them removed. So like, I wanted to pick a burger that kind of fit the things I want on it, so that people like, you know, Mock, who doesn't like mushrooms, for example, can remove them. You know what I mean? Because like, mm-hmm. I'm of the, I'm of the if we don't put anything with, you know, if we don't put anything with mushrooms on the menu, I can't add sautéed mushrooms to it something if it's not on the menu. Okay. So it's sautéed onions and mushrooms with uh, barbecue sauce, lettuce, tomato, onion, and then it's got uh, on melted American cheese on top of the burger and then melted Colby Jack and Pepper Jack in the burger. Ooh. I'm in on that. Yeah. And so I figured that was perfect because... You know, like, I know Mock's not a big mushroom guy or a tomato guy, which, I mean, tomatoes kind of like, if you're having a burger, then tomatoes are an option. But, like, I know Mock's not a big mushroom guy, so, like, he can take the mushrooms off of it if he wanted that burger. But, like, they're still there as an option for me. I gotcha. So, I know um, when I when I get the hickory burger, I, I add some stuff that's, you know, available options. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, you guys know, if I can add a fried egg to a burger, that bitch is going on there. <laughs> 10 out of 10 times. Um, So I usually get that on there. Um, But it, it's really just like a, a bacon, like a barbecue bacon burger. It's right. pretty much the, the gist. It's got like the, the frizzled onions, you know. Yeah, I've been on that. Slap an egg on there. I can I can only do an egg on a burger if there's no sauce. Yeah, eggs with sauce is disgusting to me. I mean, I get I I, I would sort of but, agree when it's like right on top of one another, but if it's kind of like separated by a few things, no, because when I don't I don't want to taste egg yolk and tangy barbecue sauce the same. <laughs> it's like people like, like, like put, putting ketchup on eggs. Ugh. Yeah, I'm all set on that. You know, but I'm in for the barbecue burger. <laughs> Admittedly, like, I mean, it's not like a favorite thing, but I, I have put like ketchup on scrambled eggs. I've done that several times. I don't know why. I, I've just been, I've done that. Well, I'd have to imagine the ketchup was expiring and you had to use it. You couldn't just throw it out. So no, I don't know. You mixed it's... it into your coffee and then put it on your eggs. <laughs> yeah, just, just blended it, Nutribullet it. <laughs> Made a breakfast slurry. All right. I don't do it. Do you have a a, a must have? Um, I do. Um, I think in in general, like I, I just I really do like fajitas a lot, and it's like there's only so much room for imagination, and I think just in general, Chili's is the kind of the restaurant that does it best. Yeah, on the border has their own version, but like I said, it's so similar. To each other, that it really it it pays no difference, and I think I would just rather have the more successful restaurant. So I'm gonna do the Chili's chicken fajitas. All right. Now we all, I just love burning my like palm on the thing because I'm not careful. <laughs> all right. So we got what do we got five here. Yeah. 
So we're we still going through. Just we're just gonna kind of take turns, or we're gonna kind of like take stuff to debate. What do you think? Oh, Mark still has to pick his second. Uh, oh, you're, you're right. You're right. My bad. Um, what did you say, Paul? Like your second, like uh, you know, you get to pick it, and you know, even if other people hate it, it's on there no matter what. All right. Um. Hmm. So the the other thing that came to mind is from the ninety nine house. I I had it's funny I haven't ordered this in a long time but for a like years this was like the only thing I ever ate there and it's the uh, I think it was called like the the country style chicken and it's pretty much just like you know fried chicken with like the white sausage gravy yeah I know what you're talking about that's good stuff um. 99 what was it called i believe it was called it was it was either called like i think it was country style chicken i'm just putting it out country style probably country fried chicken that could have been it it was something along those lines you know happy medium country style fried chicken and a tune is what it changed to chicken fried country All right, uh, I'm going to throw an item into the debate circle. You guys can tell me if you agree or disagree. Um, now, I know Kendall's going to be in on part of it, but out on another part of it. I think Mock will just be in on all of it. I'm out on all of it, but we need a seafood option if we're going to make a chain restaurant. Mm-hmm. Now, we're probably not going to agree on what I want for seafood versus what you guys are going to want for seafood because I don't like the three major seafoods. So I think that if you're going to, I think the most popular seafoodish type item of all chain restaurants is probably the Bang Bang Shrimp at P.F. Chang's. That stuff's good. So I think like if you're going to go a seafood route, I think that's the way to go. Bang, like a, like a, a Bang Bang, like a spicy fried shrimp. Um, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm not a fan. Um, you've never had it. Ken. Had Bang Bang Shrimp. Well, I, I haven't had like the PF Chang's. Actually, I don't think I've ever had PF Chang's that I can really remember. But I mean, I, I've had almost every you know Asian you know option you could imagine you know at one point or another. But I mean, if that if that's what you want, I mean, I, 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 I feel like had... what's that? I don't think you've ever had Bang Bang Shrimp. You would like Bang Bang Shrimp. It's not sweet. It's so good. It's kind of there's there's like a um like a smokiness to it. You know, it's spicy, right? Like it's spicy. Sp- I, I I've had like a bang bang shrimp option. I I I I've had stuff like that before. I haven't had the PF Chang's one, but I kind of know what the flavor you're talking about. Like spicy. It's spicy. Bang 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 isn't Asian. So I mean. Y- y- if that's what you want, I mean, I, I'm outvoted two to one. I mean, I I feel like. Why? Well, so, what's your seafood option then? The rebuttal with a different seafood option. Well, I would go like a, a fried fish type, like a like not not perhaps a fish and chip, but I'm not I'm not getting fried fish at any chain restaurant. I mean, I would. if I'm getting 
If I'm getting fried fish, I'm going to an actual fucking seafood place for it. Well, I I Prime? would I would too, but I'm just saying that I, I would uh, I would get a fried fish option almost anywhere. What I mean, I have. All right, well, here. So you, you both vote for PF Chang's Bang Bang Shrimp. Have a fr- I think if you're going to have a, sea- a seafood option, I think you're going to sell more shrimp than you are cod <laughs> at a chain restaurant. We're t- if we're talking like like a, a sit down seafood place, you're going to sell way more fish than you are shrimp. You really are, because a good seafood place you'll you'll sell all different variations of of, of cooked fishes and things like that. But at a, at, a, at a chain restaurant. You know, fucking Chili's isn't selling more fish than they are shrimp. All right. I think shrimp. I think shrimp's got to be the way to go. It doesn't have to be the Bang Bang shrimp. I just I know that from talking to various people, uh, the Bang Bang shrimp's like the, the most highly regarded like shrimp chain restaurant dish. All right, P.F. Chang Bang Bang shrimp. Kendall's never had it. I can't wait to get off the end. Kendall's back. I can't. Fucking believe no, but I I haven't had the PF Chinese. No, but I I have certainly had like the equivalent of this. I I know what you're, you're talking about. All right. Um, another item up for sort of debate. I don't know what your guys' I thoughts just, on this. I Go well, ahead. I, I'm just real quick. Double back. I don't understand why you don't like Bang Bang sauce. What is it about it that you don't like? I, I mean, I, I, a lot of those sauces, I, I just find, you know, they they bother my stomach, I guess. I don't know. I, it's not really a great but example. Asian, but it's not an Asian sauce. <sighs> then it, it's just, it's it's an anomaly then. I, I don't know. I, it's like, mayonnaise and sriracha. It's pretty much all bang bang sauce is. You can do other things to it, but it's just mayonnaise and sriracha. So it's just mayonnaise and hot sauce. No different than mixing mayonnaise and ketchup. <laughs> Mayo chup. So I know. Well, I know. Um, you'll drink that shit. So I, I, I gotta say, too, I've never had the the PF Chang's one. The only time I've had Bang Bang Shrimp, like my brother made it, and it was it was really fucking good. Yeah, I mean, but you, I know, like a lot of Asian places, like like PF Chang's, like for example, PF Chang's probably does like a like some sort of like a like a. Thai chili sauce in there. Yeah, that, that's how my brother made it. But Thai chili sauce isn't sweet. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's sweet. It's basically like if sweet and sour sauce, or not sweet and sour sauce. It's like if um, Thai chili sauce is like kind of like like a gourmet version of like that sweet sriracha that they have at like a fucking Chick Fil A. But there's no sweet component to Bang Bang. It's basically just it's just hot sauce and mayonnaise. I mean. The, the base component of it is just sriracha and mayo, and then you can do whatever you want to it. Because I've been to places where they have barbecue bang-bang shrimp, where it's it's hot sauce, it's spicy barbecue sauce and mayo. You know what I mean? It's, so it's got a lot of heat, but they also kind of put like a barbecue component to it. But there's no smoky quality to it, Kendall. I don't know where I, you get the smokiness from. All right, so not, not like smoky like, you know, like a, like, a, also, like a rich barbecue or a scotch, but there's like a... There, there's sort of like a, a, I can't think of the right, the right word. Like there's, there's like a, a peppered dryness to it, like a, like a a back of the tongue feel. Hey, Mark, I have a serious question for you. 
What do you got? Do you think if I said Chili's Bang Bang Shrimp, he would have been like, yeah, I'm in? No. <laughs> I've had, I've had Bang I... Bang Shrimp. My, my, somewhat recently, in, in the past calendar year, my father ordered Bang Bang Shrimp at a restaurant because he thought I would have liked it. And I gave it the time of day, and it tasted the same as I imagined it, you know, anywhere else. It, it's... I mean, okay. So then you probably wouldn't like creamy buffalo wings then. I, I normally don't order creamy buffalo wings, but I mean, I think that it's, it's a, a slightly different component because I think that it's not, it's not a, like a mayo quality. I don't know what that is. Creamy buffalo is just, it's just buffalo that's got like a, like a, like a, like a thicker, like, you know, cream type base to it. So whether it be some places do it with like, ranch and buffalo mixed together some people do it with mayo and buffalo mixed together type of thing so it's like you you just like you know like you heat up buffalo sauce before you dredge the wings in it yeah you would just put like a couple spoonfuls of buttermilk or ranch or mayo or something in it just to kind of make it like a thicker more emulsified sauce type of thing like you basically would just be adding a creamy component to the heat Whereas with like regular buffalo sauce, you're traditionally not doing any dairy component, I guess we'll call it. Right. Hmm. I tell you what, if I, if I doused a bunch of shrimp in buffalo sauce and gave it to Kendall with a side dish of ranch, he would dip it in the ranch. Perhaps, but I would have it just as is too. I, li- I like I like buffalo. Nah, you don't like buffalo. You like mild. I, I like I like hot buffalo too. I like it all. I don't think you've had real buffalo wings. Um, I mean, other than the the kind of the restaurants we aforementioned, you know, I I mean, I've never had like go to a a place that's like, hey, we're known for our buffalo sauce, blah blah blah. Probably not, but I think I would like. I, I have a pretty good heat tolerance. Because like I don't think Archie Moore's buffalo sauce is like a real buffalo sauce. It's just kind of like a hot sauce. No, like, I it's mean, like French. it's good, but I, I tend to agree. I think it's just like it's what's popular and, you know, whatever. You know what, though, Mock? I'm, I, I like that you and I are on the same page on Archie Moore's wings because I feel like I'm always alone on that hill. I am Here's very surprised. I, I think that they're fine. I, I hate paying for them. Well, that's just it. It's like wings it's, are so- now that if I'm going to pay that price for wings, I'm not doing it at Archie Moore's. So I mean, they're not worth it. I only feel like they're of that you know quote quality because of perhaps its availability to me. Like I have one not too far from the house, and that like if I'm going to spend X amount of money on wings, I'd rather have somewhat a consistency that I'm not going to be disappointed on, even if it's not like like oh this is the greatest wing I've ever had but i know that i'm gonna have a wing i really like every single time and not be disappointed that's why i hold them so high i mean i have an archie morris closer to my house than you do to yours and i've had it i've had their wings maybe five or six times since i've lived here and they've been so vastly inconsistent up here that the wallingford one that like i've had times where they were like oh these are really really good and other times where it was like I, I should have just gotten Buffalo Wild Wings. So you know the thing is like I, I hold um, first and last tavern. I hold um, 
across the street there in was it not Farmington? Where Soul's had his thing, his his like what side street? No, 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 no. no. Um, oh, oh, uh, Jay Timothy. Jay Timothy. I, I I hold those guys pretty high. Both those places, I think they have really good wings. But I don't have them that often. That I don't like. It's not like for me. It's like there's not a, a big enough like. Oh, I've had them twenty five times. I can really tell you each time. I've had them maybe ten, and I, I've been happy every single time. So it's like I feel like my 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 grouping isn't that big to be like I, I have this great repertoire of all these wings were really good because why and so I've had Archie's way more because of the availability and accessibility that. I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's it's held up, but I'd be curious to hear what you guys have to say just on the subject in general. Uh, I think that I'm probably going to play Paige on Saturday and then go to J. Timothy's after. Say what? That is I think awesome that's the plan. <laughs> that wasn't very nice. Huh? That wasn't very nice. Well, you guys are invited. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, if you could cut that out. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, hey. Um, Let's wrap up this chain thing. Let's just rapid fire some more. So we have uh, what? How many, how many do we have to go? We have seven, so we have eight more to go. Um, we should, four, yeah, we have seven, eight more to go. Um, I mean, we should be able to wrap. Like, just, I, think, I, think we're, I think we're building a chain restaurant that we like all the stuff at, but like still has to have the, the options. So we have two burgers. We have like a like a comfort food thing and mox chicken. We have like a, a, a quick and easy thing that I presented with the, the whatever. Uh, Kendall provided two, you know, Tex Mex options. And then we have a seafood. All right. Are so, you guys totally out on like the ribs at Chili's? I kinda like them. I do not. Do not like I them. can tell you, I can't eat ribs at any train place. They're all terrible. So, I understand what you guys are going to like. It, it can never, ever, ever hold up to like legitimate ribs. However, I feel as though like it's like for the money you're paying, you, you get what you get. <laughs> but even that, I mean, they're always expensive. You figure you go to a place like Chili's, what into any of them? You get a rack of ribs, it's going to be 25 bucks. Okay, so I guess on the flip side, though, like the Chili's ribs that I have got anyway, I've walked away with, uh, I'm not leaving a ton of like fat behind. I've really, I, I've eaten all the meat off the bone pretty much entirely. I haven't really had a bad batch of ribs from there. But it's not really like a super full, it, it, it's pretty bare minimum. It, it's it's one of those things where you're going to pay the exact same amount as if you went to a rib place. I think if you're going to do chain ribs, it's gonna they, ha- they have to be from, like, Mission Barbecue. I'm not opposed. That's, like, the only, that's the only like, chain place I'd be willing to take their ribs on. Now, same, same, real quick. I mean, we don't have to go ribs at all, but... Um... Same, like, like basically, like any barbecue in general, it would have to come from like because, like, Mission Barbecue, they do a pretty solid job for like being a chain restaurant. Like, it's it's definitely not the same as going to a smokehouse. Um, 
but like if I like if if I knew they were like the mission ribs, like I'd be more apt to order them in a in a, in a situation. Like I would never order chi- order Chili's ribs. Now, are you I, out? I'm the same. Are you out on Texas Roadhouse ribs, which I like equally? Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I actually pretty much try to avoid pork at all costs. At okay. Texas and I, I tend to try to avoid pork at all costs at chain restaurants. Okay, that's fine. So we don't have to go ribs at all. I just figured I'd throw it out there. I'd like to go with the pork patty. Oh man! I say if Kyle was playing this, you know that the the riblets would have been his pick, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And those are horrible. The guy's a palate of a four year old. The riblets, you're not even sure if you're eating bone or meat. <laughs> uh, all right, so listen, we can forego the ribs. I was just throwing it out there. Put it on. <laughs> Not put it on. Unless I mean, I, I I like the I like Mission Barbecue. Hey, what about uh? I mean, I, I like I know like you know I don't know what kind of like restaurant we're trying to set up here, but like what about just like like IHOP pancakes? Hey, this is our restaurant. Yeah, I, like those. I mean, what, I like those. I'm gonna say what, what, just IHOP pancakes, just short stack, tall stack, whatever. Hey, but- listen, that was not on my radar. I like it a lot. I hot pancakes are on. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, you know, Mark. You know, another dump Kendall visits frequently. What Kendall? Is there anything worthy at the Olive Garden? I've never been. You know, to it's so funny. I was literally about to bring this up. Olive Garden. Um, oh wait, hold. I'd like to. Add, I'd like to add another, I'd like to add another thing to the uh, honey chipotle chicken crispers from Chili's. Those are good. I'd, yeah, like those to, slap. I'd like to throw those. that into contention because those, those slap. They're so good. Olive Garden sucks. Okay, so here's the deal. Please understand this. Do you like honey chipotle chicken crispers? Oh, yeah. See, that's so funny to me how you like that, but you don't like Chinese food sauces. Um, the, I mean, yeah, I, like, I, I understand. It's pretty much just general sauce. I understand there is a similarity, but it is different enough. Right, real quick. Let's run the subject real quick. The Olive Garden is what it is. Please understand that this is a chain Italian restaurant. If you want good Italian food, you go to your hometown place and get it. Please understand that you're going to have a consistent Italian meal across the board at every location. I hate the stigma that Olive Garden is bad because that's not what it's about. It's about a consistent place to have something somewhat average that is relatable at any of their locations. So I hate that. Oh, it's a trash restaurant because it's not. It's not. It is what it, it is. is. It is what it is. It's not bad. And the thing is, if you're not ordering something you don't like, then get something else. The menu is big enough that there is options. I've just Here, here's the thing: I've the just... people that like Olive Garden just weren't brought up like having like a lot of the stuff there is what I like grew up eating. So to just have like a watered down version is trash. I've just never been there. All I'm saying is that like, yeah, if you want something like authentic and good, then don't go to the Hof Garden. But that, to say it's bad is not a good enough example for me. It's it's not it's not a good enough reason. It's like you can have something affordable and you could have something that's like, you know, all right, hey, this was palatable. And like it it's like microwaved pasta. 
But it's not. It's not. I mean, you know, the big thing for them especially is that, like, hey, you know, hey, we get it. We're, we're a chain restaurant. We, we have to do something that, you know, brings people in. So we, we make the sauce fresh every day. That's like the whole thing is like, you know, hey, we make the Alfredo fresh every day. That's kind of the whole shtick. Because otherwise, I, I can have a jar of Alfredo every week. Like, that's that's not, I don't have to go to the Olive Garden to have a jar of Alfredo. That's, that's like their, their one thing. I, and I think the, something from the Olive Garden is worth putting in our menu. I, and, I, and I will stand by that. What would you like to put? <laughs> so, are well, we putting from there or? All right. So, I mean, listen, I, I think, you know, I was, I, I get one, one versus two options that I, I lost on the PF no, Changs. I've never had Olive Garden, so I don't have a vote for Olive Garden. I don't, don't be using PF Chang's against us now. I, listen, I'm I'm just saying that the we're we're, we're putting the Olive Garden in an unfair disadvantage for for reasons that are completely ir- irrelevant. Like because listen, if you if, if the three of us were going to go like, hey, you want to get Italian, and like you know, and have it be you know, hey, we we had a, a really satisfactory you know. Hey, I walked away like that was a really good. Just think about it. How often do we talk about like, oh, this pizza was better than this pizza because X, Y, and Z? Like, there's all these preferences. Yes, I understand. And, and people, they're always gonna like their mom's pasta sauce, this, that, and the other. The Olive Garden, it's it's not about that. It's it's not about having oh, this was as close to what my mom's pasta sauce or what what have you. The Olive Garden is a generic restaurant that gives you options of Italian cuisine that is super consistent. That's all it is. And it has so, options. To, to go to your point of if we were all together and it was like, hey, do we want Italian? And if, uh, if Olive Garden was the decision, I would not want to go. So, and here's another thing you have to remember too. We happen to live in a very like great area for restaurants like this. I mean, would you order a pizza? Like, let's say you live here and you you traveled to Dallas for the weekend. Would you order a pizza out there? No, of course you wouldn't. Because why would you? You're you're in the mecca of the greatest pizza in the world. The point being is Olive Garden is going to taste the same here in New Haven, Milford, Wallingford, wherever, as it's going to taste in Dallas, as it's going to taste in Milwaukee, as it's going to taste in Dubuque. Olive Garden is the Italian fast fast food, my goodness, chain restaurant equivalent across the board. Therefore, it is good enough to be on our menu. Because there, there's no deviation. It, it, it is the same everywhere. And in my opinion, it's decent enough to be okay. I'd like to hear a rebuttal. Chicken Alfredo. I, I, listen, I can just keep telling you it's bad. You chicken. did all that just to pick chicken Alfredo? Well, because, <laughs> because listen, I'm not gonna take like ravioli. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the, the like the one item, the one item that I know is kind of like sort of like not coming out of a box because it 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 has to be. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Mark just texted something in the in the chat that is not repeatable. 
but very funny. Yeah. Hey, there's a there. There actually is an Olive Garden in Dubuque. Just so you know. Oh, really? I was, I was just kind of shot in the dark. Yeah. All right, well, after all of that, or, so we're taking chicken Alfredo. Is that what? Is that what I, ended up? I, I chose that because I mean, like, if we're gonna go off their entire menu, and I've I've had a lot of stuff on there. I know the the Alfredo because this is like the one thing that Olive Garden does. The Alfredo is made fresh every day. It is opened up jarred fresh every day <laughs> in a fucking garbage can. Yep, I'm willing to bet that the Alfredo sauce comes in a similar package that their Coca Cola comes in. It's just a bag hooked up to one thousand percent. It's just a draft machine in the bag, just just like I've the 99's country style fried chicken comes in an airplane fuel tank. You know, I don't know why you're being vindictive. Yeah, it seems kind of rude. Yeah. Hey, uh, one thing for the entrees we haven't really put on. I'm just gonna throw this out as the uh, the one steak option. Uh, uh, Texas Roadhouse tomahawk ribeye. Just throw that. Yes, her. Texas. I'm gonna pick. If there's only one steak option, I want the four hundred dollar one. <laughs> Tomahawk ribeyes are fucking the goat of all steak. Uh, I would also like to. Uh, I'd also like to submit the. Uh, what gonna call it? Um, fuck. I forgot the name of it now. God damn it! Makes me so fucking mad when that happens. For no reason. Just forget something for no reason. Just too busy listening to this Dubuque bullshit. One, two, three, four, five, six. How many more do we need to go? Two. For this? Four more. I'm not sure. All right, let's wrap these up. Let's, what do we need? Like, what, what's something like, oh, you know what? I got, I got something. This might not be a popular pick. I just feel like everybody here has enjoyed it at one time or another. And uh, if you're not really feeling that hungry, how do we feel about the Ruby Tuesday salad bar? You can <laughs> the meal. I actually never... like the salad bar at Ruby Tuesdays a lot. So, you know, it's funny. I've had it. I, I, I never think I've ever ordered it as like the meal. I mean, most most people order it like the, as an upgrade instead of their like regular garden salad. They order it as like an upgrade and get the, the salad bar. But you can order the salad bar as a meal. Hey, let's do it. I like so, the salad bar. It's funny because I was going to say that the only thing good at Olive Garden is the salad. That's funny. But I kind of just let it be. Actually, I do like their, I do like their salad. Yep. Fresh anchovies brought in every day. I just wrote there, uh, there was a period of time when I was going to school at Gateway and I had like time to kill between work and class. And I would go to Olive Garden and get, like, the endless salad and breadsticks thing and then have, like, six beers and then go to class. Nice. I also just wrote Ruby Tuesday's Olive Garden, and it was pretty cool. <laughs> Gross. Hey, we don't need to do any chain restaurant pizza stuff, right? I don't think so, unless you guys really I'm want on, one. I would rather not. Yeah, I'm all set on that. Okay, cool. Because um, really, what would it be? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, because I would consider Domino's and Pete, like, those are fast food to well, me. No, I would say, like, I was thinking more of, like, like the wooden tap pizzas. Like, yeah. That. But, like, I don't, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you're kind of an asshole if you're ordering your pizza when there's, like, all the other options available. Or your Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, rocking a piss quick. 
Nice. Hey, what are there any good mac and cheese options in the chain world? Um. Well. No. Yeah. All right. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I, I was just trying to think of like some like outside of the box type things. I mean, should we just should we just lock in another steak? Should we go with like a fillet? So I'll be honest with you. I'm I'm kind of out on fillets. Okay. So do you want to lock in like a New York strip? Um. Now, why do you hate fillets? Really, it, it it's the price point and and what they are like. The fillet on its own is flavorless. It's tender, but it doesn't taste like anything. Um, and they're and they're just wicked expensive. Like. It, you can spend $50 on a filet and it's a, like an 8-ounce steak or you can get a you know, 16-ounce ribeye for the same price. That's right. I've just – don't get me wrong. They're good. It's just – it's never on the the agenda for me just because the, the, the value isn't there. I would never order a filet. I would buy filets to cook at home. I, I would be more apt for that. But, again, I, like I can't imagine a scenario where I would buy a filet – before I bought a ribeye. Oh, um, I can't get, if you shop steak sales, you will. Well, cause there's times when you go to Stu Leonard's and you can get fucking, you can get a eight ounce fillets for like fucking seven bucks. Yeah. Damn. And when those go on sale, the freezer gets filled. <laughs> I go into Stu Leonard's looking to drop a hundo real quick. Cause I mean, it's just, cause I mean, cause like, I'll make a fillet flavorful. I'm not worried about that. But oh yeah, of course. I'm I'm saying like on their on their own, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so like do you want to do like a New York strip, have two steak options? Yeah. Let's fuck up a strip. Alright, so we'll do a New York strip. Uh who who what's what's the best it, it, just Texas Roadhouse? I mean I don't Um I personally don't care for Longhorn or the other steak one. No, Longhorn kinda sucks. There's um, another steak too I don't care for I'll either. Pack. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I, I meant more like Texas Roadhouse and Longhorn. There's like another one. Uh, I can't think of what it is, but I know I, Kendall likes the uh, filet mignon American Steakhouse. Oh, my God. I've actually, I've only been there like one or two times. This is awful. I think Texas Roadhouse is cool. I mean, you guys want to do that? Yeah, I mean, I know like, um, I'm trying to think what the hell they call it. The Wooden Tap has... It's like a like a strip with like a, I forget what it's called like the bourbon strip or whatever oh. the hell. Yeah, like that glaze on because don't they do the same thing on the salmon. I think so, and that's pretty yeah. good. It's not. Yeah, a, it's like the. Is it demi glaze or am I making that up? You're making that up. I uh, believe she's an adult star. <laughs> oh, demi more. Uh, so I call it Texas Roadhouse. What just New York Strip or? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got two Tex Mex. We got two burgers. We have like a breakfast item. We have a seafood option. We have an Italian type option. We have a salad. Thank you for saying Italian type. Well, listen, I, I, I understand what it is. What about a uh, 
Um, do 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 we need do do we want like an Asiany type option? What do you or got? Do I mean, do? I, I mean, I, I mean, I, the only Asian like chain restaurant I can really think of would be because I mean I consider like Panda Express and all that fast food. So like the only Asian restaurant I can really think of is PF Chang's. So I mean, I, I mean, but like PF Chang's is like 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 their their sesame chicken. I mean, we don't have to. I know Kendall doesn't really like Chinese food at all, but so yeah, the problem is a I, variety standpoint. I, I'm in the same boat. He's like, I couldn't think of a better like seafood option that's like other than a fried seafood. And like, I I agree. Yes, like shrimp is gonna sell. Like that shrimp, like that makes sense to have on a menu. And we covered it with the bang bang shrimp. So it's like. What, what what would be like um like an an Asian or, or or like a Chinese whatever type thing that would be like sort of like would mesh together with an any type of menu? Would it be just sesame chicken? Sesame chicken is awesome. Sesame chicken's my favorite, but I mean if you're gonna go with like a more general consensus, it would be general sows, but this is for us, so I would say sesame chicken. So I'll, I'll let you guys pick. Sesame versus General Sal would be the winner. I I would take Sesame Chicken over General Sal's ten out of ten times. Same. All right, I'll put Sesame. Oh, from where? From PF Chang's. Yeah, I mean that's the only chain Chinese restaurant I can really think of. You know the stupid thing autocorrected the PF Chang's this time, but not the first time. Unbelievable. Okay, so we need one more. I think one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, we need one more, one more option here from our Ooh. entrees. Um, is there anything that we didn't hit? I'm sure there is, but I don't care. Because um, we did. Know, this what's your favorite type of curry? Ooh, okay. Um, from Mumbai Palace, I like a. I know Kendall likes to have a vegetarian option. <laughs> Listen, we covered that in the, the, the salad bar, which is kind of a clutch move. I didn't even consider that. Man. I, you know what I could... Actually, never mind. I don't want that. Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's is there, see. I mean, you know, it's so funny. We're, we have, we're picking like, the same type of restaurants because I, I, I can't think of any item from like TGI Fridays that I like because that place is horrible. Applebee's... That place is... Horrible. <laughs> Um, there's a chance Applebee's is one of the worst restaurants. Like, uh, it's America. so trash. I, 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 would, I would rather have Applebee's be my only takeout option than ever eat at TGI Fridays. You know what? So <laughs> I love Applebee's so much. I've been served food at a TGA Fridays with a cockroach on the <laughs> The thing I love Applebee's so much is that they license like these really popular songs and their menu just is just not reflect that whatsoever. Yeah. Now, I, I, I've always heard the flack against Fridays. I think I've only been there one time. It's super like, overrated. The one time I was there was fine. It's not good. I had but a, it really like I think I just had like a burger. I had multiple burgers that came. I ordered it. Not that they, you know, it's one of those places they ask you how you want your burger cooked and it doesn't matter. Oh. And I just I think I thought of our last option. Do we mind adding a third burger to the rotation? No, I mean burgers Not are popular. Bloomin' burger. Oh yeah, that's a good burger. I like the Bloomin' burger a lot with the the bloom petals and the sauce. Lock you in on that or? Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. The Bloomenberg is real good. Outback. That's a Kyle classic. Bloomenberger. Kyle right. classic. Well, you figure Kyle's only ever ordered three things in his life. Yep. Cheeseburgers, onion rings. And then the occasional, like, oh, can I have the chicken Caesar wrap? Yeah. Yeah, extra dressing, please. <laughs> you guys know what I think about all the time, and it always makes me laugh. It what? was, I think it was the first trip I went to Pittsburgh, because I think Rebecca was there. Oh, was it the yep. egg whites? <laughs> we went to, but he's like, can I have an egg white omelet? So funny. And I was like, the fuck? Trying to tell us that he's been doing it forever. Yeah, he's like, guys, I order these all the time. So yeah. good. What a clown. I'm like, dude, I didn't even know you knew what egg whites are. <laughs> yeah, can I get the frittata, please? <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good dumb Kyle voice. <laughs> I tell you what, I think one of my favorite things of all time was we went to Archie Moore's one time and he ordered the jalapeno burger, took one bite, and then just, and then was like, yeah, I don't want this anymore. Classic. And then, and then the waiter came over, and Kyle said, no, you can just throw it out. <laughs> All right, so desserts. Everyone gets a dessert to pick? Yes. Kendall, if you take it, I'll smack. I will drive the mill for tonight, and I will fucking kick you in the nuts. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm afraid. because I... He won't do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Oh, see, the other thing is, I don't really know. I, 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 there's not really any fast food item like that I'm like that crazy about for well, dessert. We're doing chain restaurants. We're doing chain restaurants. So. Uh, I said fast food like out of uh, piece of a bad person um i guess i will take um so here's the deal i'm gonna say it right out of the right off the bat please exclude any version of cheesecake from the cheesecake factory because it's just you know it becomes too nitpicky i think keep it as generic as possible um with that I mean, being been like super precise all night yeah but no but like because it's a place that's like all right hey you know that's like their big hard on like you know hey we do this specifically good so i, mean, I but like all these items we picked there is like a symbol there's another menu item somewhere else that's comparable and i think we did a good job by kind of somewhat covering the bases so I think with that in mind, I will take the uh, like the skillet cookie Sunday um, from Chili's. All right. Can I tell you? In one fell swoop, Kendall just sh- like shit on and then took both options I had in my head. What's the thing? I I like the cheesecake factory a lot i do and the thing is and i'm actually i'm glad we didn't pick any of their menu items because in in a way it's too complicated of a restaurant really to order from effectively it just it just is it's like it it somehow is not a chain restaurant and it's not a fancy restaurant it's somewhere in between that and i don't i don't really understand what it is and at the same token I do like all their desserts. Like, yeah, cheesecake is awesome, and they have a really great amount. But it's like what we're doing is we're kind of we're lump summing stuff here, and all the items we picked on our menu sort of has a like if you go somewhere else, there's something comparable to what we picked, 
even if it's not like exactly the same, there's something I think, oh, all right, the Hickory Burger here, there's another place where you can go in a chain that has something kind of similar enough. That's what this was kind of about. All right, so, Mock, which cheesecake are you going with? <laughs> I mean, for me personally, it's just the plain with a strawberry on fucking top. Listen, you want the cheesecake? I'll give it to you. I don't even care what restaurant it's from. Then take the take the wooden tap cheesecake. Their cheesecake's better than Cheesecake Factories anyway. <laughs> you want wooden tap cheesecake? Sure. Yeah, because they, they used to do, like, the Libby's cheesecake. Oh, man. Wooden tap cheesecake. The Libby cheesecake. That stuff was real good. I remember Jeff would go to Wooden Tap after Outback Shifts just to order that. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with another restaurant that wasn't brought up at all tonight, but this is my favorite chain restaurant dessert. Um, I could eat it until I'm fucking blue in the face, and it is the Apple Cobbler a la mode from Cracker Barrel. Wow. I mean, Cracker Barrel is a pretty whatever restaurant. I mean, if you if you need to go to a place where you're not going to spend a ton of money and like fucking die from eating too much, that that's the place to go. But um, they they make this apple cobbler apple cobbler a la mode in like this bowl, and it is so fucking good. It's one of those places that I've actually never been other than breakfast, and I don't really know why. It just it's the way it's happened. You can get dinner there for breakfast. It's basically just a diner. Yeah, and uh, I, I've never exercised that option, and I'm just I'm a stunad, and that's the only thing I can tell you about it. I think I just heard you go over the edge. What do you mean? Yeah, I didn't know Vito was on the show tonight. <laughs> hey, yo, forget about it. All right, real quick, rapid fire. Here's our GSWD menu, appetizers, entrees, and desserts. We have the chili southwest uh, chili southwest egg rolls, the wooden tap nacho pulled pork nachos, the buffalo wild wings mini corn dogs, the buffalo wild wings cheese curds, the red robin onion ring tower for appetizers. Our entrees include Friendly's honey barbecue chicken super melt, on the borders southwest chicken tacos, wooden taps hickory burger, Texas Roadhouse smokehouse burger, chili's uh, chicken fajitas. The 99's Country Style Fried Chicken, P.F. Chang's Bang Bang Shrimp, IHOP's Pancakes, Chili's Honey Chipotle uh, Chicken Crispers, Olive Garden's Chicken Alfredo, Texas Roadhouse Tomahawk Ribeye, Ruby Tuesday's Salad Bar, <laughs> Texas Roadhouse's New York Strip, P.F. Chang's Sesame Chicken, and Outback's Bloomberger. And our desserts consist of Chili's Skillet Cookie, Wooden Taps Cheesecake, and Cracker Barrel's Apple Cobbler a la mode. That's the GSWD. Oh, I'm sorry, what did I say? I don't, I think you said AOL Cobbler. Oh, look, like, like, yeah, yeah, like the email thing, you know, Apple Cobbler a la mode. Kendall had one ounce too many of Bloody Mary's tonight. And I got a tiny bit more to go. Um, uh, <laughs> Mark, how was, uh, how was your Guinness? It was great. Yeah. Great beer, it is. It is a great beer. I think I could drink more Guinness than I could like Budweiser in a night. That's a fair. Uh... I could take down Guinness forever. I, I like. I, I like drinking Guinness while I'm like doing yard work. <laughs> oh, good. 
Uh, Kendall, how was your how was your bloody Mariah? I love Bloody Mary so much, and um, I think you know, courtesy of the Riddler, all this equipment here tonight. Uh, that's the best mix I've ever had. It's it's spicy enough. Um, you know, for for those who kind of like that 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 kick uh, of all like those those peppery type uh, aspects. Um, but it's not overbearing. Like you know, everyone's like, "Oh, you need to go to a restaurant and all." We are Bloody Mary. It will it'll knock your socks off. Like, okay, yeah, that's great and all, um, but I want to enjoy it too. And um, I included a, a lot of ice. I, I did it in one of those big uh, Hofbrau uh, steins, so I knew I I didn't know really how much ice to kind of include because I wanted some like the, that water contribution to it as as went like. The drink went on, um, so I don't know how much ice I included that like it, it would affect. But uh, the kettle one component, it's good vodka. You know, there's really no doubt about it. It's it's a you know it's, it's super smooth and um, Bloody Mary favorite drink of mine. Ten out of ten every time. So you know, hey, make it how you like. But if you were to have it this way with the, I'm sorry, Paul, I I, I can't remember the, the mix I got over there. Oh. Oma Bloody Mary mix, uh, which I don't know the price point on, but uh, it's 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 worth every penny. So if you're a fan of Bloody Marys, get that mix. Not, not to drag this out any further, but Mark, I don't know if you caught it. My favorite part of his review was where he was saying how places advertise having the best Bloody Mary, and he's like, "Yeah, but I want to enjoy it too." Yeah, I didn't really understand that part, Kendall. Well, I, like, yeah, I that that's pretty much Olive Garden. <laughs> No, but I mean the point is so. Ever been to no, a place like like no, oh? I know what you meant. I kind of I know what you meant, but it was just funny because you were like, every place says they have the best Bloody Mary that ever you'll ever taste, and it's like yeah, but I want to enjoy it. <laughs> I was like, all right. All right. I, know, I just meant like you know oh we have the the we the hottest Bloody Mary or the you know the one that has the most you know you know band aids in it. Like I I just want a good Bloody Mary mix. I don't think Olive Garden's ever said their Bloody Marys were good. It was a joke. I get my dirty martinis from there. Uh, I had the uh, Mardi Gras Kentucky Owl. It was extremely well, extremely well versed. Very high price point. I was fortunate to get a small sample from work. So pay for it because it retails for like three fifty a bottle. But it is aged for eleven years in uh, newly acquired French oak casks, and then an additional year in. Um, 12-year-old used uh, Caribbean rum casks, which gives it kind of a nice little sweetness at the end, milds down the uh, the afterburner on it, um, very oaky, has a very nice uh, vanilla and uh, like baking spice note to it. Um, I would highly recommend getting it if you're willing to spend on that price point. Um, and every time I see this Corona commercial with Snoop Dogg, Eli Manning, and Andy Samberg, it seems like every time they go back and forth between Andy Samberg and Eli Manning, each one of them gets like five years older. <laughs> it's very bizarre. Maybe it's just the youngness of Snoop Dogg. He's forever young, not P. Diddy or Jay-Z, <laughs> whichever one. I can't remember. Um, Mock, where can they find us? Find us on Facebook at Getting Sports with Drunk, Twitter and Instagram at GSWD underscore four. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses, whether it's ordering Tex-Mex fajitas or Tex-Mex chicken Alfredo. 
Like, comment, subscribe on Podbean, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Yes, next week we will uh, will be the end of uh, the NBA season. We have done a poor job in covering it, so we'll we'll kind of touch on what what went down, kind of like our you know our views on what happened and how the championship went and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, at the time of recording this, the uh, game five is on right now, and it's the fourth quarter. The Nuggets have a chance to close it out, and um, well, so we'll be on top of that, and then we'll do something fun. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe mock me come up with a cool draft, something really in depth. You think you could do that? I want to do like an in depth draft, like something fu- like real out there. Yeah, we're gonna draft Olive Brand. <laughs> Olive Brian, Olive Brian, I love that. I would uh, like to see that. Also, we all should go together and see this uh, Cheetos Flamin' Hot documentary together. Um, well, it's not in theaters. It's coming out soon. It's on uh, Hulu or something. Yeah, but we should still go see it together. I'm down. I'm saying we could watch it. Just you don't. We don't have to go anywhere. Well, I mean, some uh, all but one of us has to go somewhere. I'll make the Cheetos martinis. Kendall asks us to come to Milford. Kendall wouldn't do that because Jeff's coming over this weekend. You know, if he was, I would appreciate you guys Until coming next down. week. Until next week, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mock. Rowavable safe. Ah. And the Red of Red Baron. Olive yeah. Garden sucks. Yeah.